Hi, this is Janet Jackson, and my new album sucks, so I've got Juan Valdez here. You got that coffee, huh? Si. As I said in Newsweek, I love coffee enemas. Si, decaf in the back half. That's why I'm opening up my chain of coffee enema places called Starbucks. 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 We've secretly replaced Janet's coffee with piping hot Folgers crystals. Juan, you got those gloves on? See. Pour that coffee. How about those Patriots? Huh? I gave you the score, at least part of it, almost exact on Friday. Had the other part a little, little bit off. I said the Patriots 33 and uh, Carolina 10. Patriots got 32. The only problem is Carolina got 29. They did have 10 at one point. In fact, when it was 21 to 10, in my mind, I'm figuring, let's see, 24, 27, 30, uh, four more field goals, and we got the exact score, 33 to 10. But that wouldn't have been nearly as exciting. No. But, of course, we all know the Patriots are just lucky. Absolutely. As Mo would tell you. Man, what a piece of crap he is, you know. What a miserable, nasty, rotten piece of crap. Am I right? <laughs> See? God is punishing me. Right off the bat. No, it's going to be that kind of a day, and I don't really care. Because we got uh, Sleeping Jesus up there in Orlando who's got more excuses than Carter's got pills. Hey, listen, uh, Eric, cut the crap, okay? You're not fooling anybody. You may be fooling George. You're not fooling me. He was up watching the game, eating like 20 pounds of Tostitos and Doritos and Cheetos and probably two or three pepperoni pizzas, you know, during the Super Bowl. Because fat folks, you know, we don't need an excuse to uh, overeat. But when we have one, then you really, like, pig out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so who are you kidding, Eric? Your blood sugar is probably about 850. He has nothing going on that website today, although I, I, we got the result from the weekend. Every other website in America, even the goddamn Christian Science Monitor's probably got uh, Janet Jackson's teat hanging out there, but not on NeilRogers.com yet. No. Because Eric has got this new deal. Well, he was, whoa, he was doing this. Whoa, he was doing that. Whoa. Do the stuff I'd like you to, okay? It's a labor of love is what I'm hearing. Please. And worry about the other stuff later on. You and uh, Miguel always hatching up stuff behind the scenes. Always, you know, nearly lost us all our jobs there about a year and a half ago. And now he's, uh, whoa, he's working on the hot couples, okay? Forget about the freaking hot couples. Let's get with a goddamn radio show, okay? It's on every day, Monday through Friday, tended to at least for the time being. Jesus, Eric, man, are you pathetic. Is he pathetic or what? Huh? I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. I was watching. Yeah, the hell you weren't. The hell you weren't. In fact, you were the one that said it this morning. Oh, stop. Calling him on his cell phone, oh. on his... Uh, even, even the phone number that's hooked into his colostomy bag, and he wasn't answering that. And what did I tell you? What did I say he was doing? Sleeping? Sleeping, right. Sleeping, because as you get fatter and fatter in your blood... I know, trust me. You have no energy. You just roll over into the corner like a like a big ball of fat and just lay there like a tub. Anyway, we asked on Friday before we get back to Janet Jackson, and like uh, Joe said, selling a couple extra CDs. The new CD just coincidentally happens to be on the program director's desk all across America this morning. Right. Just an accident. And just coincidentally, the... Uh, producer of that whole halftime show from M uh, MTV, just coincidentally said in all the media yesterday before the Super Bowl, oh, there's going to be a major surprise during the halftime show. And now the question is, was it just an accident? Were we really supposed to see that titty or not? Oh, man. I, I think right there in that one millisecond, that was that epitomized America today. 2004. That epitomized America. That epitomized uh, what's going on in America. A breast. 
and everybody's all a titter over it. Like, uh, oh, it yeah. was Janice, uh, Janice, even though, of course, it had the, uh, what it, it wasn't a um, nipple ring. What was it? It's a piercing. Uh, it's a uh, solar starburst uh, piercing. Whatever the hell it was, it was her starburst. Uh, yeah, she's peddling that, too, her starburst crap. And all of this garbage about Justin Tinkerbell. You know, he and Brittany, if it weren't for the fact that Brittany's so hot, he and Brittany have, have become, it's like almost like uh, Ben and J-Lo. You know what I mean? In other words, don't wear us out with that crap anymore because nobody believed it in the first place. Justin Tinkerbell. Only one thing we want to say to you, Justin. Bye, bye, bye! Don't come back soon, okay? As Kerry would say, don't let the door hit you on the way out. How come he doesn't say, don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out? Oh, ass. Come on, let's say a little ass, John. Kerry looks like he's got a stranglehold on it. In fact, the uh, new polls that they had out today, which it all depends on who you look at, I think he's got like 50% in Missouri and 40% in Zona. You ready for that? Wow. Now, he is about five points behind Edwards in South Carolina. We'll get to that eventually. A lot of numbers. Patriots win 32-29. to 29. Oh, Let's hear it. Oh. Let's get credit where credit is due. No. Let's stop at all that dolphin whining. No. Come on. No. They're awfully lucky, and then there were a couple of calls in that game. Yeah, right. God almighty, Mo, you are such a guy, about five foot nine of turd. You know what I mean? Yeah. You ever see a turd five foot nine tall? Well, that's him. Somebody let a big one loose. Taller ones than that. Have you really? Sure. Probably you were letting one out this morning because it sure took a long time. Remember. George was, oh, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, but we got that little turd in sales, Todd Dreck. You're not fooling anybody, Todd, sending me the same copy and putting a different date on it. Man, are you a jerk or what, huh? I should be in a much better mood, except that I started out this morning with Eric, uh, Ericitis. I was in a fabulous mood this morning. I come in here and right, right away, everything on our website is a piece of turds. A lot of turd running around, you know what? You turd. That's for you, Eric. You turd. You're nothing but a big you turd. tub. You turd. And stop by consorting with Miguel and Boca Brian and everybody else. Get with the program. You turd. That's what it's all about. That's what our number one priority. The audience is out there hanging on every you turd. turd. What's your ultimate lesbian fantasy, we asked on Friday. Two famous females that you'd like to see together. How come we didn't have uh, Britney Spears and uh, Janet Jackson? See, we weren't thinking. Or, or Janet Jackson and Justin Tinkerbell. There's two ladies. Which came in after the show, Anna Kornikovia and uh, Britney. Because that won the last time we did this. Did it really? Yeah. Well, nobody, uh, too late. Telling too you. late. And don't be sending stuff to Eric after the show to add on there. He's got a full plate already, okay? Who, me? Although his mommy did teach him to clean his plate. Ultimate lesbian fantasy. Boy, this take me an hour just to read the results of the poll, which is good. Charlize Theron and Britney Spears, 139. Oh! There's the winner for you, but it was pretty close. The Olsen twins, I wish I knew who they were, 119. They're, what are they're they? ugly. What do they, they do? Were in they're some stupid little kitty shows before, and they're they're teenagers now, I guess. Yeah. And uglier by the day. By oh, the wait a second. minute. Are they minors? Uh, coal miners. Miners' daughters? I don't know if they're 18 yet. Well, Jesus Christ, so. if they're not 18 and you want to see them in a lesbian fantasy, what is not with me. you people, man? I don't want what to see is them with you people? Americans so freaking repressed. That's why everybody, if you could see, and probably a lot of you have already this morning, CNN, MSNBC, between the two of them, every hour they're showing Janet Jackson's movie. About 30, man. At least 30 times every hour. Slow-mo, freeze frame. They've got like a little blotch over it or something. Maybe she's got a bad complexion. Maybe she's got that disease her brother's got. That skin thing, you know? Uh, Lid of Igo. Whatever the hell it is. Jessica Simpson and Britney Spears, 81. Oh, she was there last night, Jessica. See, I didn't, I know this comes as a shock. I didn't watch the halftime show. I was watching other stuff. Me too. Who the hell cares about, they got like marching bands. What we need in America is a lot more big fat tuba players. 
Have you ever seen anybody play the tuba who wasn't a big fat tub? Now that you mention it, no. Oh, God. I, I By mean, the way, for college football, I don't mind seeing, you know, college because I'll turn it off anyway. But uh, I don't want to see college marching bands and big fat tuba players during the Super Bowl. Yes? Get, get it right. Those are sousaphones. Oh, I see. Jessica and Brittany, 81. Britney Spears and Jenna Jameson, 79. Janet Reno and Ann Bishop, 75. Halle Berry and Angelina Jolie, 57. I don't think Janet Jackson made it on any of these, did she? I thought she was. On oh, well, we'll get to it. Shania Twain and Faith Hill, 53, tied with Anna Kornohoya and Shakira, 53. That's an interesting pair. Halle Berry and Sandra Bullock, 52. James J. Bullock, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Britney Spears and J-Lo, 51. Jessica Alba and Halle Berry, 45. These are some pretty good pairings like Monica Lewinsky and Hillary Clinton, 40. Catherine Zeta-Jones and Jennifer Connelly, 38. Charlize Theron and Jessica Biel, 34. Elizabeth Montgomery and Barbara Eaton, 34. Serena and P Venus Williams, 28. Also, Jolene Blaylock and Jerry Ryan, 28. Tina Louise and Don Wells, 27. Christina Aguilera and Shakira, 26. Lucy, Lucy Louis? Luke. Lucy Lou? That's how you spell it? That's how you say it, and that's how you spell L -U -I? it. L-U-I? Luke. Lucy Lou and Lisa Ling, 25. Who the hell are they? Chinks. Oh. Beyonce Knowles and J-Lo, 22. Laura Bush and Hillary Clinton, 21. Eliza Dushku and Charisma Carpenter, 21. Jessica Simpson and Lil' Kim, 20. J-Lo and Vita Guerra, 20. Oh, Josh, uh, show me some pictures of her after the show. Who? Josh did. Josh knew yeah. who she was. Yeah, hot, smoking, big ass. Anna Cornahoyde and Serena Williams, 19. Catherine Zeta-Jones and Jacqueline Smith, 18. Pamela L Anderson and Lonnie Anderson, 17. Kathy Lee and Kelly Ripa, 16. Roseanne and, and Star Jones, 15. Tyra Banks and Rebecca Stamos, 15. Connie Chink and Greta Van Susteren, 15. Catherine Zeta-Jones and Beyonce Knowles, 15. Janet Reno and Judy Dean, 15. I like that one. That's my favorite. Liv Tyler and Kate Blanchett, 15. Boy, there's a million of these. Keep going. Everybody got at least one. J-Lo and Mariah Carey, 14. Lonnie and Chloe from Smallville. That's Lana. Oh, Lana. Lana, my ass. Lana and Chloe, 13. Sharon Grace Jones, 13. Scran and Bo Griffin, 12. Linda Tripp and Monica Lewinsky, 12. Anne Marie and Randy Rhodes, 10. Howard! Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer and Charlize Theron, 10. Linda Hamilton and Leslie, her twin sister, 9. Whoopi Goldberg and CCH Pounder, 9. Like to see her Pounder. J-Lo and RuPaul. Look at the way we spelled RuPaul. Uh, is, it, is it all one word like that? No, is it? I don't know. Josh, no. yes. Seven, Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding, seven. Adrian Barbeau and Lee Merriweather, seven. Jennifer Connolly and Daryl Hannah, six. Ass to ass. Jackie Johnson and Patricia Andrews, six. Michelle Gillen and Sally Fitz, six. Chelsea Clinton and Dr. Judy Dean, five. Alicia Keys and Avril Lavigne, four. Jamie Presley and Brittany Daniel, four. Anne Haitian, Janet Reno, three. Candy Crowley and Judy Woodruff, three. Man, would she smother her in two seconds or what? Judy Steinberg and Janet Reno, three. I think Judy Dean and Janet Reno is re where it's Ooh. at. Christina Aguilera and Michelle Rodriguez, two. Ricky Lake and Carney Wilson, two. That's before Carney lost the weight, of course. <laughs> and Kirstie Alley and Shaka Khan won out of 1,500 plus votes over the weekend. Well, at least it kept you off the streets until the Super Bowl festivities started. I like the commercial with the, uh, and I don't know what it's for either. See, it's for some soft drink with the kilts, where the guy with the kilt is standing over the, uh, the, uh, thing. The sewer grate. And he said, boy, this sure is great. I don't, I don't even know what the hell the soft drink was. See, that happens on the Super Bowl every year, is that some of the commercials that are the best ones, at least in terms of 
being uh, funny or whatever, but you don't know what the product is, so they weren't so good. Follow my drift? No. So that was the pull from uh, Friday, and I'm glad we killed some good time because Eric has just left me in lurch again. Don't let him give you any more excuses, okay? Tell him to piss off next time he gives you a bunch of crap like that because we know he's just sleeping in day after day now, okay? He wasn't doing nothing for us. 10.13 at 5.60. He's probably doing porno sites on the side, guaranteed. By the way, we'll put some links on there for you. Hey, if you're fat like Eric, see, there's a good example for you. you got Eric who's, you know, gigantic and doing nothing about it. He tried a couple of years ago. He lost an ounce or two, but he's still fat. He's got a blood sugar of about 9.50, maybe 9.50, maybe 9. About 30, man. Yeah, and he can barely even function anymore. Being fat is not where it's at. Now, everybody and their brothers trying to peddle you some other diet these days. There's that South Beach diet. Forget about that. That's just a ripoff of you-know-what. Balance for Life makes it easy because they do all the figuring, all the calorie and carbohydrate counting. They check out the glycemic values of all the food they put together, and they prepare for you fresh, delicious food. Nothing frozen, nothing prefab, no additives, no chemicals, no crap. And they deliver right to your door a little black sack every morning by 6 and a.m. They're on time, by the way, unlike some other people. And in your black sack, there are three delicious meals and two great snacks, even a 16-ounce bottle of water and uh, plenty of food to keep you full and happy and satisfied all day long. And if you stay with it, you'll watch the weight pour off your ass uh, day after day. Lovely Katrina's lost close to 20 pounds and balance for life, and you can do the same or more. So whether it's 10 pounds or 50, 100 or more, this is the easy, delicious way to lose that weight, and it really works. So call Balance for Life and get started right away. And this year, make your New Year's resolution a reality after all. Finally, call 954 568-3229. That's 954-568-3229. Or get more info on their website at balanceforlife.com. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. Come on, baby. Come play with these titties. Okay. Miami has the Dolphins, they're the worst football team. Yes. They flub the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. Absolutely. They're on the ground, that's where they'll stay. They're never in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking toilet bowl, because they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? 32. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, don't bet on them, you'll always lose. They don't know how to tackle, they don't know how to block. Their coaches ought to tell them to put Bengay in their jocks. Then they would run much faster, and even in defeat. When we go to the stadium, we'll see Miami Heat, and they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number, how many teams in the league? Uh, 32. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, the team that hasn't got a clue. Miami has the Dolphins, but the Dolphins have no fans. No. Just 50,000 assholes sitting in the stands. Absolutely. They watch the game and all they do Moaning, gripe, and bitch. I wonder how Joe Robbie got to be so goddamn rich. And they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? Yeah, I'm 30, yeah. man. Miami Dolphins. 
Miami Dolphins. I hear the crowd begin to boo. The Dolphins have Jay Fiedler, that quarterback's a Jew. Run down the field and he will throw a pass over you. He'll never win a Super Bowl, you shouldn't be surprised. When he gets cut, that doesn't mean that he was circumcised. And they're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? 32. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Jay calls his signals in Hebrew. The Dolphins have no defense and their offense is a joke. Like George Bush eating pretzels, you know they're gonna choke. They'll always disappoint you when they're in a playoff race. With fewer points than pockmarks on Heisinga's ugly face. And they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number, oh what the hell, 32. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, now they're through. You know, Beast made a good point this morning before the show. We were confabulating a little bit. In between him telling me that Mo was an asshole, he uh, mentioned a very good point, and that is that if the Dolphins ever did win a Super Bowl again, uh, what would anybody have to talk about in South Florida? What would they be bitching about? And QAM would be out of business. What would they talk about? I give up. No Davey and Danny and uh, all those other things? So thank goodness it was the Patriots and not the Dolphins. Not that I want to rub it in, do I? Yes. You bet. I'd like to just stuff it right up, all those silly Dolphins, right up their butt, man, all the way to their throat, all the way to their Adam's apples. Anyway, here's our poll today, especially the uh, ungrateful bastards, the, the people don't appreciate talent like Mo. Absolutely. Oh, well, they've been awfully lucky in those calls. Yeah, stick it up your ass, okay, you silly old coot man, you disgusting piece of crap. Man. How'd you like to live with that for about 30 minutes, for oh, good, much less 30 years? No, thank you. Which of these is most important to you? I love this poll today. I think it's uh, got possibilities. My next orgasm, the presidential election. Will the Dolphins make the playoffs next season? Will the Panthers make the playoffs this season? No. Uh, where are the WMDs? Will the U.S. allow gays to marry? Will the government take away my guns? Will I go to heaven... Will I burn in hell, or when will I see Janet Jackson's other teeth? Those are the uh, ten choices on today's poll. I like that. Goes to show you that I have a sick mind, which everybody knows, but I'm proud of it. In fact, we got some votes on there already. Let's see what kind of audience we really have. Nine, the presidential election. Seven, my next orgasm. Squirt, squirt. When will I see Janet Jackson's other teeth? Four, probably when her next CD comes out. Will the Dolphins make the playoffs next season one? Will the Panthers make the playoffs this season one? And where are those WMDs one? And will the U.S. allow gays to marry one out of the first 24 votes? Now, let me rip CBS for about an hour, okay? All right. They make me sick. It's enough to just see tears pouring from that CBS eye. What a disgraceful performance they did. First of all, they start in the first five minutes, and we've got El Presidente, W's on there. See, this is the same network that wouldn't take the moveon.org ad because it was, well, political and all this other crap. But they put the president on there spewing a bunch of uh, mindless crap about Houston this and Texas that and a lot of other garbage that had nothing to do with anything. Then 
we uh, are treated to two of the most unbelievably incompetent. I mean, if this is the best CBS can do, they should just they should give the uh, rights to broad to MTV. At least they'd spice it up a little bit for NFL next year. Fox and uh, MTV. No more CBS. When your best broadcast crew is Greg Gumball, who beyond any shadow of a doubt is so coma-inducing, so terminal, and so incompetent, uh, and the only reason he's there is because of nepotism, because he's Brian Gumball's brother. And the unctuous Phil Sims, who's now become the Tim McCarver of football, and and constantly, like right toward the end of the game. One of the key plays of the entire game was the kickoff that went out of bounds near the uh, in the last kickoff by Carolina that gave New England the ball on the 40-yard line. And instead, here we're re-showing the previous play and the touchdown. The guy was wide open, and Phil Simms is by. And I realize he's not directing the telecast, but that's just part of the ambiance. And here Phil Simms is, bah, 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 bah. and tell us about where the goddamn ball is, you morons. It's on a 40-yard line, which was the key to the Patriots being able to get downfield and kick the winning field goal. Nice going, Adam, oh! again. They just sucked. And then, of course, at halftime, a lot of people are talking about, everybody's talking about Janet because America's so repressed. It's a booby. It's a titty. Look at that. Uh, but there was also a streaker before the start of the halftime festivities. But uh, did anybody ever see it? And, of course, I know they always say, well, we don't want to show the speakers because it'll uh, encourage other people to do it. But, man, they did everything but put a black screen on there, the test pattern, uh, Walter Cronkite's face, everything over the screen to make sure that we couldn't see. And here all the commotion is going on, and you see all these security people running around. But, God forbid, we should really make any specific allusion to that, right? Just Just a couple of veiled references. Because they already had America so titillated anyway with Janet's booby there. I mean, God forbid we should talk about naked people running around on the field. Right? Right. Of course, you know, George is very quiet because he was so mesmerized by the entire proceeding. I was. You, you could be one of, uh, you didn't see any of it? Not a second. <laughs> Man, you are so un-American, it's dangerous. <laughs> I wear you just You better get with it, Mr. I wear proud. Yeah, are you really? We're going to put you on a Russian banana boat and send your ass back if you don't face. cut it out. Yeah. What are you watching, old Castro movies? I forget what I was. Oh, I was watching that movie that I told you about. A really bad movie. Oh, yeah. Here's a bad movie, by the way. What's the name of it again that was the recommended of, by the uh, audience? David Gale. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't mind watching Life of Crystal Gale. Okay. But uh, David Gale, so it really sucked, huh? Yeah, it did. Well, sorry. Yeah. Well, they can't all be great. No, they can't. Why not? Well, because uh, if they were all great, then there'd be uh, if, if if all guys looked like Tom Brady, then there'd be no ugly people. We just there'd be no good-looking people. See what I'm saying? I know. Uniform. If all the uh, females looked like Britney Spears, there'd be no. Uh... Well, but anyway, a good point. It made me appreciate every other movie I ever saw. All the good ones, even Magnolia's starting to look a little bit better. <laughs> Ten twenty-seven at five sixty. By the way, the Patriots are world champs. I just thought I mentioned it again. Live and local. This is five sixty. The radio's all yours now. You adore them. You idolize them. And now you can join them in their most personal moment. Just when we made you think reality TV couldn't get any better than fondling your ass, Fox presents Celebrity Toilet. Watch all your favorite celebrities go doo-doo. Rosie O'Donnell. Dr. Phil. Oprah. Trista and Ryan. Paris Hilton. And Coulter. Oh. Uh. 
even the Christ-like George Bush. Um, now, Mr. President, push. Oh, thanks, Andy. <laughs> yes, all the celebrities we tell you to like, and you do, do. Only on Celebrity Toilets, starting this fall on the other side of Fox. 10.30 at 5.60 WQAM. He's back on the good stuff again. Good. Hot Couples Contest starts today. Did you know that? Yeah. Sort of. Well, kind of, sort of, and now we know. Well, Eric was up all night working on that. Tried telling you that. Whoa. Yeah, well, we'd prefer that he would to be up all night working. We, in fact, get a good night's sleep once in a while, okay? Fatso. I email him the stories by latest 5.36 o'clock the night before, but he's got other priorities which we don't even know about. In fact, I understand he's going to be putting all the words to Condoleezza on there pretty soon again. Let's see. Today through February 13, you can submit your entries, and uh, it could be whatever, right? It could be a hot right. heterosexual couple. It could be a two women, two guys. No yeah. no animals, though. Right. We all have our preferences as to what they can submit or yeah. should submit. And if you think you're hot, well, we'll uh, find out, because then we'll vote for the hottest couple uh, week of February 16th during that entire week, and whoever has the most votes will win. Email your pictures to contest at neilrogers.com. Pretty simple, pretty basic, even though it took uh, Eric hours and hours to put this together, I'm sure. Uh, contest at neilrogers.com. A couple with the most votes wins their choice of these uh, prizes. Trip for two to Hedonism in Jamaica or... Trip for two to Royal Oasis Casino in the Bahamas. You choose either one of those. The second place winner obviously gets, which every one of those is left over. And third place prize, a dinner for two at the Pizza Loft. So with all due respect to Jeff, I mean, that's nice. But there's quite a come down from first or second place to third. But I'm sure that Jeff will commiserate with you when you have dinner there, okay? And maybe also look at some other pictures you got. All the contest rules on our website, neilrogers.com, which until today we've been very, very proud of. And Eric's done a masterful job until today. But nobody's perfect, right? Right. And especially him. I don't want to get you know get you in trouble with him because I know the two of you have mended your fences. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, you sure are. You sure are nervous I'm about not his. I'm jumping uh... into this. Maybe okay. I'll... You don't want that phone to keep ringing. Whoa! Why not? Those were great days, man. Just don't ever call here oh, again, yeah. Eric. Don't ever call here again. Wow. Oh yeah. Which of these? Is... Yeah. In fact, we're bringing Beaner Boy back. If you don't watch it, if we can ever get him out of rehab. Which of these is most important to you? The presidential election 40. What an audience, man. Yeah, they got their thumb on it. My next orgasm. Well, let's see, 43 now for the next president. 27 for my next orgasm. Squirt, squirt. When will I see Janet Jackson's other T21, which may be connected to number two? Uh, will the Dolphins make the playoffs next season? No. Seven. Where are those WMDs? Six. Will the government take away my guns? Three. Come on. Will the U.S. allow gays to marry? Two. Will I go to heaven? Two. <laughs> Not if you. Well, I wonder if those uh, schmatheads went to heaven. The 244 that died in the trample and the trampoline. Uh, a high, a high level of heaven. Did you see the uh, head, uh, the, the news story on that? No, I was uh, watching. When they that showed movie. the head honcho uh, schmatha head, Saul Schwartz, uh, <laughs> whatever his name was. And he, Mohammed Saul Schwartz, I believe was his name. He said, yes, 244 people have uh, passed away. They passed away. What a way to put it. Mm -hmm. They got trampled to death, you asshole. You idiot. Let's see. Will the Panthers make the playoffs this season, too? And will I burn in hell? None. Not in this crowd. No. No. Now, if we would have had... Absolutely. If he were listening, then he might uh, have to vote on that. Maybe when he gets home. Will he burn in hell? Absolutely. We know he will. Believe me. So here's the story that everybody's talking about. Are they t now, let's see. Here's a poll. Which of the following sporting events... Oh, God! Okay, thank you. 
No, but it's a sports pool. See, and, and we uh, a lot of our people don't understand. Number one, this is not a sports show, thank God. And number two, we have a lot of people in this audience who don't care about sports, just like George. Just like hard-ass little George who didn't watch any of the, even a halftime show with a booby and uh, with the commercials, nothing. Zero, not a moment. There's Tom Brady again, still looking good. Nice going, Tommy. I bet you this touchdown pass, there it is. Wide open in the end zone. At any rate, uh, Janet Jackson exposed at halftime show. CBS apologized yesterday for an unexpectedly R-rated end to its Super Bowl halftime show when singer Justin Timberlake tore off part of Janet Jackson's top, exposing her breast. Oh, my God. Oh, how do you like that? That was PG-13 at best. Exposing what looked like at least part of her breast. Oh, my God. Exactly. I could have said it better myself. The front part. CBS deeply regrets the incident. Spokeswoman Leslie Ann Wade said after the network received several calls about the show. You know what the people were saying? Oh, my God. And some of the people were saying, well, can we see that again? The two singers were performing a flirtatious duet to end the halftime show. And at the song's finish, Timberlake reached across Jackson's leather gladiator outfit and pulled off the covering to her right breast. The network quickly cut away from the shot. Didn't mention the incident on the air, of course. Timberlake said he didn't intend to expose Jackson's breast. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Who are you kidding, Justin, huh? I think the same number of people believe that as believe that he might be heterosexual. About 30, man. And believe that he was doing Britney. About 30, man. Yeah. Likely story. The guy from MTV promised. It's in all the, all the, uh, everywhere. Even in the weekly reader it said, hey, be sure to be watching the halftime show. Something outrageous is going to happen. But no, he didn't intend to expose that TD. No way. I'm sorry that anyone was offended by the wardrobe malfunction during the halftime <laughs> performance of the Super Bowl. To, yeah. That's right. It was a it was a wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, the whole top was supposed to come off. Right. <laughs> yeah, and the bottom too. <laughs> I'm sorry that anyone was offended by the wardrobe malfunction during the halftime performance of the Super Bowl. Tinkerbell said in a statement, "It wasn't intentional, and it is regrettable." He said, "Oh my God, this is hysterical." Wade said CBS officials attended rehearsals of the halftime show all week, and there was no indication any such thing would happen. The moment did not conform to CBS's broadcast standards. We'd like to apologize to anyone who was offended. We apologize. Yeah. The Super Bowl halftime show, which also featured P. Diddy, Nelly, and Kid Rock, was produced, of course, by MTV, CBS's corporate cousin in the unctuous Viacom. We were extremely disappointed by elements of the MTV-produced halftime show. Joe Brown, NFL executive vice president, said they were totally inconsistent with assurances our office was given about the content of the show. It's unlikely that MTV will produce another Super Bowl halftime. MTV issued a contrite statement, which it also apologized. Well, here's the exact statement. i got it right here. It'll take about two seconds to read it. It says, The tearing of Janet Jackson's costume was unrehearsed, unplanned, completely unintentional, and was inconsistent with assurances we had about the content of the performance. MTV regrets this incident occurred. We apologize to anyone who's offended by it. That's it. Speaking of apologize. Yes. Do you want to you, apologize to Eric? You should apologize to Eric. About what? Look at you. Not only is the link up, but you should uh, go check it out. Check what out? Click on the link to the contest and then look at the pictures. There are some sample pictures already of a couple of couples on there. Okay. That you should see. Well, where the hell are they? The rules are listed, and there's a link there that says, look at the pictures. Okay. And it's already got a couple of couples. Okay, just relax. Boy, you're sure easy, man. <laughs> yeah. I've been trying to tell you that. Okay. 
Like I said, Eric, you're an asshole. I mean, this is what he was up all night doing. Well, that's not Don Rumsfeld and Sodom. Phil and Ann. And Phil okay. and Ann Coulter. Well, that, that's really cute. I would have preferred to have had all the stories on there myself. And also the Janet Jackson boobies, since we're the only website well, in America didn't have it on there. just got that this morning. I beg your pardon? He just got that this morning. I understand he just got that this morning, but when we got it, he was sound asleep. He was geschluffing, okay? Don't uh, start Don't start taking his side. Not a good idea. All right. Anyway, uh, we got, we, we'll get it going. A little bit slow starting today, thanks to the fact Eric was busy putting Phil Henry and Ann Coulter pictures on there and Don Rumsfeld and, uh, Sodom, which we've already had the Don Rumsfeld and Sodom on there a million times. But it, it's kind of cute. I give it about a two and a half on a scale of 85. Just like I give Justin Tinkerbell a two and a half on a scale of four million. 161 votes already. Can you believe that? I can't believe anybody could be listening to this abortion today. Which of these is most important to you? The presidential election, 58. My next orgasm. Squirt, squirt. 46. Now, how about if we'd have seen Tom Brady flash his penis on at halftime? How would that have been? For you. When will I see Janet Jackson's other teeth? 29. Will the Dolphins make the playoffs next season? No. No, 10. No, they won't. Where are the WMDs? 8. Will the government take away my guns? 4. God damn it. Uh, will the U.S. allow gays to marry? 2. Will I go to heaven? 2. Will the Panthers make the playoffs this season? No. 2. And still nobody is worried about will I burn in hell. I'd start thinking about it, Eric. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. No. You don't bring me dildos. We stop playing softball. You hardly watch Wimbledon anymore, and you had luck jaw on Valentine's Day. I remember when we changed each other's oil, held hands while dozing soil, and you held Mr. Missile just right when we caught. Lizards don't count anymore. You just mount the door when I go away.
there was some a uh, little more information on this did he give it to you or did he just uh, email this to me well he had a, a printout that he was uh, that was uh, it wouldn't fax so i told him to email you the link okay well here's real radio in atlanta 105.3 the bob and tom morning show which they're great we love bob. oh look at this pharrell has got a gig oh, oh, right. oh. nice going scott how do you like that i'm clicking on my copy now I am so excited. I, I heard that uh, he stopped at Moe's house to tell him. I'm going to kick his ass, and then I'll steal his toupee. Okay. Anyway, he's in Atlanta. Scott Farrell, 10 to 3. I'm not trying to piss anybody off. I'm trying to get under their skin, said Farrell, manages to do both. My show is never boring, even if you're boring. If, uh, ever, if you're boring, nobody listens. Isn't this what he said before? This is. <laughs> he says, if you're boring, people uh, don't listen. If you're not boring, people listen. And if uh, people do listen to Farrell... You'll be hooked before you know it. This, this is the same blurb that we had on uh, our website or whatever, or wherever we were promoting him for two minutes. Remember? Pretty much. A former Atlanta resident, Pharrell's excited to return, and uh, listeners will no doubt embrace him again. Oh, my God, look what he's sandwiched between. One good show and one nightmare. Bob and That's Tom it. in the morning, which we love them out of Indianapolis, syndicated in the 8 million stations, and in the afternoon, oh, God. Can you believe it? The Schmidt Show. Between a couple of really funny guys who are off the wall, and Pharrell, who, of course, is out of his mind, and then you got a right-wing asshole on there. At night, five, six to seven, they got the Kimmer. What, what the hell is the Kimmer? Never heard of it. Atlanta's favorite bad boy, the Kimmer. He's only on for an hour, though, because he's getting old, I guess. Seven to eight, the Kimmer regurgitated. They got, uh, oh, what a station this is. It must be a cheap channel. The best of Bob and Tom, eight to ten p.m. Phil Henry. Are you sure? From 10 to 1, so in other words, they have more than just one right-wing show. And uh, coast-to-coast AM overnight. Wow, wow. Good luck, Scott. You'll need it, baby. Wow, wow, wow. So Pharrell's got to get in Atlanta. I'll take your children. I'll sell them to some Haitians. Good. Okay, here's a fact that says, you know, you're right, Neil. That was the worst broadcast of a football game, period. Absolutely correct, sir. That I've ever heard, much or less being a Super Bowl. They were either hungover from the parties, reading the Sunday funny papers while occasionally looking at the teleprompter, or just plain dull-minded. Well, when you think of the word dull, Greg Gumbel comes to mind immediately, and Phil Sims, which, you know, he's articulate, but he doesn't shut up. Bop, 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 bop. He's the Denise, Denise Potban of football. It says it may be the end of Super Bowl audio. Just show breast and make farting sounds. Guarantee, even though they get those gigantic ratings, we'll double the audience. We'll have 20 billion people watching. Even fetuses will be tuning in. It says, and since we're on the subject, if you pay close attention to the pregame shows on all the networks, which I don't because I don't watch them, they've all become a contest to see who can pick the winner of the game. Like a private office pool between jocks on TV. You know, jock. Who gives an F who thinks who's going to win the game? It's an endless loop. Nothing works here. <laughs> he wants my cigarettes, he says. He's losing his mind. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. CBS is the evil eye, man. Yeah, it is. I, I'm, I'm glad that they, and of course, you know, they're just faking it too because Viacom don't want to piss off the White House and those religious, all the fundamentalists just when they're on the verge of getting everything that they want and buying up every radio and TV and newspaper in America. They don't want to like piss anybody off now. Be a bad idea. Which of these is most important to you? We ask you today. We got ten fabulous choices on that poll. 206 votes in about a half an hour. That is shocking, George, if you ask me. 
Is it shocking? It is. I'm glad you asked. Oh, commercial winners. Let's see. And what was my answer? Anheuser Busch. <laughs> you go, donkey. We turn our attention back to the Super Bowl. You go, donkey. Oh, Darren Kagan, shame on you, you silly. Uh, she's okay. I like her. She's cutesy. She's cutesy, but she's not like a bubble-minded idiot like Soledad. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I. <laughs> oh, and look at her. She ain't too cutesy. Who's that broad? I Are know. you watching CNN? Rob Lucher. Wow, man, oh man, that looks like Bella Lugosi in drag, doesn't it? That's, <laughs> That's Bella. Like your high holy day. Anyway, which of these is most important to you? The presidential election '84. My next orgasm '57. Squirt, squirt. When will I see Janet Jackson's other teat '38? Can we say tit? No, teat. Uh, will the Dolphins make the playoffs next season? Twelve. Where are those WMDs? Eight. Will I go to heaven? Five. Only if you say enough Hail Marys. Keep rubbing them beads. Will the government take away my guns? Five. Five are worried about that. Will the U.S. allow gays to marry? Three. Will the Panthers make the playoffs this season? Two are very concerned about that. And nobody is worried about will they go to hell. Will they burn in hell out of 214? You better start worrying right now. You better make your peace with the Lord, okay? You better get on the right side. That's the far right side with the Lord. I heard Mo, here. Mo made his peace with the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, he did. It's a holy peace. In fact, when I saw that thing the first time, I said, good God. Last night during halftime, I zippered my hand in my last jar of Vaseline simultaneously malfunctioned. Well, are we uh, send our condolences to you, okay? I got news to you. For anybody who could have been titillated by that millisecond, of course, now, just in case you missed it the first time live, they're showing it over and over. And they got like a little blackout, a little blotch on there, you know. And it's Although on maybe the site. it's not a blotch. Maybe she does have that skin disease. What is it? It's up on NeilRogers.com. Infantigo? Any blotches or splotches. What's on our website? Something's actually on our the website. Offensive... I noticed that we only have about two-thirds of the stories from Sunday. The offending Not that I want to start picking on Eric, but he really pissed me off today for real. This isn't. Uh, I don't see it on our website. I don't see no Janet Jackson. I don't see her breast. Oh, there it is. Oh, look at that. Nice work, Eric. We actually have it in motion. It puts the motion in her basket. No, we don't play around. we got the vididio. Yeah. Now, now, what is that thing on her nipple? See, see, we didn't see the nipple, and quite frankly, all the simmus that's going on about that, if you don't see the nipple, it doesn't make any difference anyway, right? Isn't that right. the uh, criteria in America that we can't show the female right. nipple? But you can show the it's breast. It's a ring that goes around the nipple with a skewer going through the nipple to hold it on. Yeah. All right? Yeah, but if you knew where Justin was wearing that ring before she put it on. Oh, man. Smaller than I thought. And that, yeah. <laughs> Believe you me, he don't have the apparatus to do it. He is just gruesome. But at any rate, there it is on our website. In case you didn't see it, and we don't blotch it out for you, okay? So here's a word for all your little kids out there. Make sure that they watch it. I mean, make sure you don't go to neilrogers.com and watch Janet Jackson's breast being unfurled over and over and over again. You might start getting, and then you won't have to worry about your next squirt, squirt. orgasm. Right? Right. Maybe we might solve that, come up with a solution for you. He is just ripping that thing and ripping. <laughs> yeah, and then we go to close up, and he's ripping it again. And totally like I look said, like Eric, you're the best man. You're a little bit slow sometimes, but he's okay. Sooner or later, Eric comes around. You know. Oh, guess who was uh, suffering chest pains? Are we going to take any calls today? I know it's a Monday. QAM. And the Islanders throttle the crappy Panthers four to two. Oh. <laughs> Come on now. That was a big game, by the way. Does anybody care? No. Only him. He's depressed. See, that's the one good thing about South Florida sports. Everybody can be perpetually depressed. The Marlins, if anybody cared about it, that would have kind of like soothed some uh, 
some uh, minds, but nobody really cares about that. So they pretended for a couple of days they really cared, but we know they don't. So, oh, the Marlins are the world champions, but that's not the one we want. <laughs> the Marlins could lose every game, and if the Dolphins just made the playoffs, that would be a good poll to take. Which of these would you be willing to make as a trade-off? The Marlins lose every game, and the Dolphins make the playoffs. huh? Or would we have to say the Dolphins get in the Super Bowl? Because you know they're sure not going to win it. <laughs> right. They don't, don't care about the Marlins. If it would have the Dolphins in Carolina yesterday, man, it would have been a massacre. And that, that kid, Jake uh, Del Homo, that uh, quarterback for Carolina, he don't get the credit he deserves. I mean, he threw a couple of, there toward the end, it was like, we just refused to lose, man. They were starting to really piss me off. We refused to lose. It was a hell of a game. But then everybody's talking about breast, about TDs, because America's repressed. I mean, any uh, Western, like in, in Europe, any country that had, like, breast on TV would be, no, it wouldn't even be news. There's breast all over your TV. In fact, when you buy your TV, there's a couple right on top, just to keep you occupied. And that's one of the reasons people in Europe aren't out shooting each other with guns, because they got their hands on top of the TV. Right? Right. Instead of putting your hand on the Bible, they put their hands on top of the TV. So anyway, I started to tell you, guess who's been hospitalized with chest pains? Who has been hospitalized with chest pains? Well, I don't have time right now. I have to play uh, after the break. Oh, my God. This is Sports Radio 560, QAM. Jackass Barry Manilow. He's had a ton of hits, but none as painful as the one he took when he walked into a wall and broke his nose. Ow! And now, Barry's singing about it in his brand new CD, Can't Smell Without You, with fractured versions of Barry's hits like Copacabana. I broke my, broke my banana, and now it's the size of Havana as well as a remastered and really nasally version of Mandy, recorded at the moment of impact. Oh, damn it. My nose hit the wall, now it's aching. But that's not all. Barry Manilow's Can't Smell Without You is swollen with hits you knows and love, like I Break the Schnoz, I Made It Through the Pain, Looks Like I Broke It, and a title track with Barry's trademark hook. You know I can't smell. Barry Manilow's Can't Smell Without You. Walk into a Walmart. Ow! And pick up a copy today. So guess who's hospitalized with chest pains? Who? Who? Come on. Well, I just gave you a little clue there. Barry Manilow? Yeah. Palm Springs, California. Barry Manilow was hospitalized after suffering from chest pain due to stress, his publicist said. Manilow 57 was hospitalized Saturday after returning to his home from New York where he and co-writer Bruce Sussman had taken part of two of the most grueling days of arbitration in a lawsuit over rights to the oh. musical Harmony. Harmony ran in Philadelphia, but was canceled in November because it fell short of its capitalization. A 97 production at the La Jolla Playhouse in California also faltered and closed after mixed reviews. In other words, it sucked. I see. That show, which is music by Manilow and the book and lyrics by Sussman, is about the comedian harmonists, a group of singers popular during the last days of Germany's Weimar Republic. Oh, that must be making a comeback, because you feel like the Weimar Republic. Yeah. Manlow told the New York Post at the time of the Philadelphia cancellation, other than the death of my mother, this is probably the most devastating day of my life, maybe even more so because it affects so many other people. Well, I would tend to agree with that. Other than the death of my mother, that would probably be devastating for me, too, although she hasn't died yet. Uh, how's that poll coming so far, Eric? Let's see. Which of the... 
Which of these is most important to you? We got uh, 261 votes. Are you ready for that? I'm ready. The presidential election, 100. My next orgasm, 75. When, oh, speaking of presidents. I want to thank all of you all for working so hard. Uh, but my next orgasm, 75. When will I see Janet Jackson's other teat, 44? You can see Janet's teat right there on our website, baby. It's moving, it's flopping around. And Justin keeps uh, whipping it out, whipping it off. Will the Dolphins make the playoffs next season, 15? No. Don't worry about it. Where are the WMDs, 8? Will I go to heaven, 5? Will the government take away my guns, 5? Will the Panthers make the playoffs this season, 4? Will the uh, U.S. allow gays to marry four? And finally, one out there who's finally started to think, probably probably Eric voted, will I burn in hell? Starting to worry about that bad out of 261. Here's some more dead people. WQM, hello. Nice talking to you. You know, Did you hear that? I heard it. That was Janet. WQM, hello. Ladies and gentlemen, Alan Funt. <laughs> All right. <laughs> WQM, hello. Yeah, Neil. I was he being candid that. with me or what? What is it, sir? I can't find the uh, the Janet Jackson thing on the internet. On our website? Yeah. Not possible. I went to neilrogers.com. Yes. How long ago? Just a second ago, and it comes up uh, main menu and accounting and searches and related topics. Yeah. Huh? What are you talking about? Oh, wait a minute. Internal server error. What's this all about? Now, what's going on with our homepage? Just a moment. This guy could be right. I'm not getting anything right now, and you want to know why? Probably because it's overloaded. Maybe I, we're going to burn it out. I, I, to to w- I can't reload it either. Do I go to WQAM or do I go to New York? No, don't go to QAM.com. That's the worst website you'll ever see in your life. Just ask Josh. He'll tell you. <laughs> you don't want to see that piece of crap. Just keep trying. Keep pushing it, right? Uh, evidently, there's so many people trying to get on there right now, we may just be, uh, be on overload. <laughs> oh, you hear that? <laughs> so just keep it. It's on there, man. Okay, thanks. Just keep banging away at it. And the website, too. Oh, we don't want to do that, do we? The damn good thing I got my page, otherwise we... Oh, look at this. It's just getting all spastic and everything now. Is yours? Yeah. yeah wow. This is great. We're destroying it. How many million hits are we getting? About 30, man. See, Eric, will make it about four or five bucks today by the end of the day. Internal server error. What does that mean? I don't know. Internal server error is what it's saying. Uh, it is just uh, spazzed out. Anyway, here's some dead people while you're looking for Janet Jackson's booby. Isn't this sad? Isn't it? Although it is, it is uh, much better than the original because the original was like about a half a second from what I'm told. Yeah. For what they keep showing over and over again. There's David Kay, by the way, who said they're all a bunch of liars. Ed Shiaki died. Shiaki, Zagaki, Ed Shiaki. Legendary Philadelphia DJ who during the 1970s helped bring attention to new artists like Bruce Springsteen, Billy Joel, and yes. Yes. At radio stations like WMMR. WIOQ and WMKG, but especially recognized as the first to see the talent of and promote Bruce Springsteen. Oh, he died January 29th of unknown causes while visiting New York. He was only 55. B.B. Patton died, evangelist, Bible teacher, and college founder, hosted the radio program The Shepherd Hour from 1951 to 87, and the TV show The B.B. Patton Hour beginning 1976. Died in California January 24th after a long illness in Oakland at the age 90. Oh, that's old enough. Dick Hawley, newscaster at WMC-TV in Memphis from 1951 to 1993. He had a long run, best for his coverage of the death of Elvis in Memphis in 1977, and who was one of the most recognizable faces in the city of Memphis. He died January 29 in Memphis at, uh, of heart disease, age 79. And Don Hardboiled Haggerty. Are you still getting internal server error? Yes. 
Well, what's going on there? I don't know. Uh, Don Hardboiled Haggerty, pro football player turned wrestler, then actor who played for the Packers in the early 50s under real name Don Stansauk, who became wrestler Hardboiled Haggerty during the 50s and 60s, where he held the U.S. title, a version of the World Heavyweight title, and several versions of the World Tag Team titles, who turned to acting and appeared in numerous feature films like H.B. Haggerty, like, as H.B. Haggerty, like Paint Your Wagon, Earthquake, Dirty Harry, and Foxy Brown, and on TV shows like The Incredible Hulk, Happy Days, and Starsky and Hutch. Died January 27th at his home in Malibu, California, from effects of a broken neck. Suffered in June 2003. He was 78. Not too good to have a broken neck, you know? No, it always so Oh, the thing is, making a little bit of a comeback now. It's I trying. So. See, all we need on that website, man. Eric, if you want to make a fortune, let's just put a bunch of porno on there. Is what I, didn't I say that a couple of weeks ago? Right. Well, let's just trying. put some porno on there, man. Just, just a breast, not even attached to anything. Just a couple of boobies. What do you think the whole idea was behind this contest when I cooked it up last year? No. <laughs> I understand that, but we can't, uh, the well, contests wanna... don't go on forever. In addition to which, I, I want to be, I want to be kind. I mean, okay. some of the people we had last year would be very stimulating. Hey. Trust me when I tell you. Very <laughs> stimulating. Some of the other people. God bless them. Less stimulating. I'll be very diplomatic. Less stimulating. Although some of the other people in the audience would be looking almost right. anything if it was alive or once was alive or maybe thinking about being alive, that would already be right. stimulating. That's Look at it this way. They might there was something there I, for I, everybody. I can't get nothing on here. I got mine back. You do? The, the polls and all that, the regular uh, page that we look at here. Oh, mine? My page? Yes. Well, I'm, I'm working on it. Edwards and Clark see new gains in pool. We got seven big primaries again tomorrow. Boy, every every week we got some. Now mine just keeps saying internal server error. Now what is that? I don't. Did you finally get beyond that? No, I still. I, I got the page to display, but still it says internal server error. Oh no! I, I think we're destroying uh, the server. Anyway, Edwards and Clark. Now I could give you the numbers on this pool, but they're not up to date because they changed the. They put it on their website, MSNBC. I think they're in league with CBS. I think that other, most of us believe that NBC has something to do with MSNBC, that they're the parent company, but I think they're an affiliate of CBS and that wicked, evil, crying eye because they uh, put on their website these numbers, which are from yesterday, but they've changed them on their uh, telecast. So in Missouri, Kerry was at 43. He's got 50% today. But if you look at yesterday's numbers, Kerry 43%, Edwards 14, Dean 7, Clark 4, and Julie Lieberman's only got 3. Oy. He's not doing anything anywhere. Although he's got very got endorsements from newspapers. Oklahoma, Clark 24, Kerry 24, dead even flat foot tie, Edward 16, Lieberman 6, and Howard Dean's only got 5% in Yokohama. South Carolina, Edwards 26, Kerry 24, but the new one today showed Edwards ahead by 5, 30 to 25. Clark 9%, Dean only 7%, Sharpton 6, and Lieberman only 5% in South Carolina. How many Jews in South Carolina? About 30, man. That's who he's got. And Arizona, now this one shows, let's see, uh, Kerry with 36, but the brand new one today showed him with 40 points. 40%. Clark, 25. Dean, 13. And Lieberman, again, sucking wind with only 6% in Arizona. How many Jews in Arizona? About 30, man. And it's the same 30. They just keep moving around. So that's the latest. We got those big. Let's see. How many licks does it take to get the WMD center of a W... What? To get to the WMD center of a W pop. Do you understand this? Uh, I understand where they're going, but... It didn't work. No. Okay. It's way beyond me. It's way beyond my scope. I can't get back on here now. Just when I thought we were making some progress on our website, we might have to take a couple of calls while we're waiting for this to be a uh, boot. Huh? 
Can we find out about um, it? See what the hell's going on here? They're going nuts with Janet's it, uh, booby. It's the video. I just got a little uh, chat thing from Eric. No. Video, so. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, Dr. Neil. Speaking. How you doing, man? All right, man. How you doing? Nah, blow it out your ass. Was that Russian? Yeah. He said Panamachi Paruski. Ah. WQM, hello. Hi, am I going to heaven? WQM, hello. QAM. Well, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, wow. we had like frantic ringing, like that frantic flashing. I thought they might have something to say. WQM, hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. This is uh, Gary from Philadelphia. I haven't heard about Ed Shockey. You would be a pronounced Ed Shockey. I haven't thought about him or heard about him in years. So thanks for that update. Uh, he was a disciple. He was the uh, guru of uh, Oh, is that radio. how you pronounce his name? Shockey? Shockey. Ed Shockey. Maybe he invented and, uh, shock radio. Well, he was the uh, he was the guru of uh, rock and roll in Philadelphia for years. He, uh, he knew even before everyone. Alan, even before Alan Freed? Well, no, 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 not. But Alan Freed, no, we're talking about a different era. But in the 70s, Okay. Maybe uh, late 60s, uh, everybody knew Ed Shockey, and everybody who came in town to perform were inter, um, interviewed by uh, Ed Shockey. So I'll sorry, he's gone. Hmm. Well, there you go, man. We're on top of it. All right. Yeah, thanks. Thank you, Gary. Have Bye. a great day. Sorry to bring in the bad news. Well, I mean, if you want to know about dead people, man, we know it. we got our thumb on it. Let's see. Uh, how's that poll coming? Of course, they don't care about the poll. They just want to see Janet's booby. It's a booby. It's a booby. It's a titty, Bobby. It's a titty. Seriously, if, if I'm glad that only 10% of the American public has got passports, because if, if more than 10% realized how embarrassing this was, we might like have a revolution. That would be bad. Yeah. Or would that be good? The Which of revolution. these is most important to you? The presidential election. See, they want a revolution, 114. They want Justin to come in. Hey, Justin, come back only. We don't want to see any more of your singing. Just say, bye, bye, bye. The W. Okay, then we might even uh, change our attitudes about you, Justin, but I don't think so. The presidential election, 114. My next orgasm, 85. When will I see Janet Jackson's other TD-58, which you might be able to connect number two and three? Will the Dolphins make the playoffs next season? No. Sixteen. Uh, where are those WMDs? Ten. Will I go to heaven? Seven. Will the government take away my guns? Six. Only if you go to heaven. Will the Panthers make the playoffs this season? Five. Will the U.S. allow gays to marry four? And will I burn in hell three out of 308? 308 votes in less than an hour, man. They're, they're, uh, power, they're power pushing it now, you know what? They're power pushing it, yanking it, twisting it, and it's all because of Janet and Justin Tinkerbell. 1113 at 560 WQM. What do we got today? We got the Mad Dog at 2. You got the Humper in Vegas. Another tough assignment for Hank today. <laughs> Between 4 and 7 out there in Vegas. Nice nice work funny. if you can get it, Hank. Hurricane Hotline at 7. The big oh. 8 to 10, Eddie K at 10, and uh, Joe and Mark overnight, 2 to 5 and a.m. <clears throat> as a lead into the unctuous one. Absolutely. You know, President's Day is less than two weeks away, and that means that the mall stores and showrooms will be running those phony mattress sales. You know, the ones where they double the price, then pretend to give you half off. Well, if you really want rock-bottom prices on the best mattresses around 365 days a year, pick up that instrument right now and call 1-800-MATTRESS. That's the number for my good paisans at Dollar Mattress. No phony sales, no bait-and-swish, just everyday rock-bottom prices on the complete line of Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, Tempur-Pedic, and now Stearns & Foster. Choose from dozens of models at low everyday discount prices. You can rest easy and enjoy a great night's sleep by calling 1-800-MATTRESS right now. Only Dollar Mattress lets you choose a two-hour delivery window that meets your schedule any day, seven days a week from 8 in the a.m. till 10 in the p.m. 
Dollar Mattress is proud of their overall customer satisfaction record. With low prices, same-day delivery, free setup and removal, it's easy for even a moron to see why Dollar Mattress is ranked the best in the world in customer satisfaction. So what are you waiting for? Don't get sucked in by all those phony ads. Do what I've been doing for years, along with George and Boca Brian and Miguel and even Fat Boy. We've all made that call, and we're pleased to do it. Call 1-800-MATTRESS. That's 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S for a great night's sleep for years and months to come. Or check them out online at mattress.com. Now the sound of Dr. Dean and his wife making love. Eleven seventeen at five sixty WQAM. They're a hoot, you know what? Well, speaking of the Jacksons, and you don't think that she's trying to cover her ass, do you now? I don't mean uh, literally. Well, no, she's, she knows that the gravy that? train may be, like, uh, falling apart pretty damn soon, so she's got to, like, sell a couple of CDs, 10 yeah, or 20 she's anyway. She's got her own money, though, if any of them do. Let me say it again. None of them want off of that gravy train, oh, okay? Keep that in mind. Oh, Keep that right in the forefront of your mind. Yeah, but it's not like she's LaToya. No, well, LaToya, of course, now has really changed her tune even more right. than Dr. Atkins. Authorities search home of former Jackson producer. And uh, Celebrity Justice has got a little bit of a blurb on this, but not really worth uh, it's not worth talking about. Authorities searched the home of one of Michael Jackson's former music producers for an hour Saturday, but refused to disclose how or even if the search was connected to the sex abuse charges the entertainer is facing. So like I said, I better uh, print the other thing out. They were looking for documents and uh, records of phone calls and stuff, you know. They were in there for four hours. Sheriff's investigators from Santa Barbara County, where Jackson's case is unfolding, searched the Calabasas uh, residence of Mark Chaffel between 3 and 4 in the afternoon. Well, that's not true, because they said they were in there for four freaking hours just rummaging through crap. Said John Caffrey, a deputy with the L.A. County Sheriff's Department, the home is in L.A. County. Chaffel, who produced Jackson's song, What More Can I Give, two years ago, was not home during the search. Entertainment Tonight report on its website. Santa Barbara Sheriff's Spokesman Sergeant Chris Pappas declined to say whether a search warrant was executed, citing a gag order issued in the case. Jackson, well, we know that. So Michael is worried about all them little children and Jesus juice, and Janet is burying it there on the uh, worldwide TV on the Super Bowl. You think the people around the rest of the world were equally impressed? No. No. The people that can turn on their TV on over the air, uh, even here in Canada, you think they were impressed? No. You can see boobies all over the place, man. <laughs> oh, now there's that lesbian fantasy that we had from the poll on Friday. And this one, she looks a little bit like Christina Aguilera, but not quite as mousy. In fact, just to prove it's not her, they have like a whole block of cheese next to her and she's not even looking at it. <laughs> no, seriously. She's looking more like down. Oh. But anyway. Yeah, we're going to put like pornographic pictures on our website every day. Why not? Yeah. Huh? That's the answer, Eric. Well, the hot couples contest will be like the pre, the, the soft core, the pre prelude, the prelude to that, huh? Foreplay. That'll be a little bit of internet foreplay, and then after that, we'll have like some kind of an X-rated picture on there every single day. Because obviously, if you could see the response, well, you can see the response on that page. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it's it's unbelievable. We may break all records today. Well, see, when we put something on there like the Bush thing that had the buttons on there, which I thought right. was fabulous, you know, that was great. Mm-hmm. And that gets uh, some response. You know, people are interested in that. It's fun. They play with it a little while. But when they look at these pictures, they play with it a lot more. Right. (laughs) And then everything explodes. Exactly. 
Squirt, squirt. Anyway, Bush to pick panel. He finally caved in, <laughs> but he's going to pick the panel. The you think Henry Kissinger story. might be on it? There you go. Yeah, yeah. And Richard Pearl and Paul Wolfowitz. <laughs> they sound really qualified to be on that panel to investigate. President Bush, who was given several minutes of free airtime to uh, talk crap on the CBS before the Super Bowl yesterday in front of a worldwide audience of 40 billion people, really a shame. He will name members of a commission to review pre-war U.S. intelligence about Iraq's weapons programs, a senior administration official said today. The senior official said the president consulted some appropriate lawmakers about the appointments for a bipartisan independent commission. Many such previous panels have involved compromises in which the president names some members and congressional leaders select others. Bush could name the appointments as soon as today, but they also could come in a few days as the White House scrambles to arrange security clearances and other procedures for the panel members, yada, yada, yada. So they don't wind up like Dr. David, uh, what was his name in England? K. No, no, that's the one here. Oh, Dr. Uh, David Kelly. Kelly. They don't want to wind up like that. Very good. Now, is he kin to R. Kelly? Not R. Kelly. Maybe yours. Oh, now i got to get off this uh, Playboy TV. It's even starting to distract me a little bit. She's yeah, got a off. big, Rectum. right in front of the, uh, I mean, right up to the camera almost. In fact, it looked like the camera lens was stuck almost between her cheeks. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. Our Hot Couples Contest, the first of uh, a pair, first of two, starts right now. You can go on uh, contest at neilrogers.com, email your pictures to that address, and uh, we'll be taken, let's see, through February 13th, which is what? Friday. Through the end of next week, right? Through Friday. And then the following week, that'll be the week we'll let people vote. In the meantime, they can start taking a peek at it as soon as we start getting entries. WQAM, hello. Carolina's a girls' team. <laughs> <laughs> right. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. QAM. Neil. Yes, sir. What's everybody complaining about? Don't they call television the boob tube? Excellent point, sir. Yeah, that's why you watch it. Five six seven oh five sixty. I, th I thought that those last two people were the same person, aren't they? I thought so. Siamese twins, perhaps. Five six seven oh five sixty. You notice nobody like that one little of the mumbler there. Carolina's a girls' team. Nobody will ever give credit to another team because that would be bad. Oh, look at that! It's a great game, or what? It still was good. Adam Vinatieri from forty-one yards after having a rough start. There's Robert Kraft, great owner, great owner, great coach. Bill Belichick, the best in the business. Even though he had a couple of uh, brain farts yesterday during a game, a couple of bad choices, but nevertheless, nobody's perfect, and they still won. And that's why South Florida is, oh, gee, why couldn't that have been us? Why couldn't that have been us? What are we going to do? What are we going to get a quarterback? What about the offensive line? What about those receivers? Bye -bye. Hey, Jay Fiedler's going to be the man. He's gone. You won't see him no more. How's the poll coming, George? Just fine. How's yours? Limp. It's just, I'm telling you, there's more crap going on on this website today. It was a slow start, but boy, we're sure making up for it now. And you owe an apology, I think, to Eric. I'm sorry, Eric. Jesus, the way you were ragging on his ass this morning. All morning, oh, I bet you he's still sleeping, that fat tub of crap. He probably ate like 40 pounds of food during the Super Bowl last night. I can't believe you're saying those things about my good friend Eric. Well, you know how I am. There was a little flirty duet. Justin Timberlake flashes Janet Jackson's breast to a worldwide audience. CBS says, there is again. sorry, as did Timberlake, but they're blocking who said, it oops, it was a wardrobe malfunction. A wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> oh. Wow. Absolutely. CBS apologizes for too much skin. They should apologize for too little skin. In fact, all the networks should apologize, even MTV, for too little skin, okay? Right. They want to get a really big viewing audience of people that really care, that really are sitting close to the TV, show us a lot more skin. 
In fact, the post-game show should have been in the locker room, if you ask me. WQAM, hello. Yes, I'm Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, if nothing else, I'm glad to see plastic surgery worked out well for at least one Jackson. Have a good day, sir. Okay. Hmm. WQAM, hello. I love the way you lick my balls. <laughs> one of yours, George. <laughs> Obviously WQM, not. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes. WQM, hello. Am I going to heaven? No, not in your case. Not after this call. WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. You notice how they're all coming apart at the seams? Right. This is exactly what I expected. They're coming apart at the seams, and you want to know why? Because the Dolphins suck. That's why. It was just a football game. It was nice. Great game. Very exciting. We got a little titty action in there to top it all off. But it wasn't It wasn't them. Oh, there it is again. And we apologize to anyone who was offended by it. <laughs> Anybody who was offended by it needs to leave the planet, okay? Get on that first Please. trip to Mars. I mean, give me a break and grow up America. That's uh, the only thing I have to say to you is grow the hell up America already. For example, while they're all talking about that, we have it on our website. In fact, it was from yesterday. U.S. officials knew in May Iraq possessed no WMD. Blair comes under pressure as Americans admit it was widely known that Saddam had no chemical arsenal. You ready for this? I'll read just a little bit. I don't okay. want to start doing a whole bunch of reading here. Senior American officials concluded at the beginning of last May that there were no weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. The observer has learnt. Intelligence sources, policymakers, and weapons inspectors familiar with the details of the hunt for WMD told the observer it was widely known that Iraq had no WMD. Within three weeks of Baghdad falling, despite the assertions of senior Bush administration figures and Prime Minister Tony Blair. The new revelation came as White House sources indicate that President Bush is going to establish that investigation of the intelligence despite rejecting an inquiry the previous day. He's been pressured into it. He's caving, baby. He's caving. He just wants to make sure that Henry Kissinger is sitting there uh, with his thumb on the button. You'll see. Wait till you see the list of names that people are going to be doing this investigating, this bipartisan <laughs> group. You'll see. Okay. Heinrich Himmler. Right. Hermann Goering. Kenny Lay. Joseph Mengele. You'll, you'll see. Familiar names. Henry Kissinger. Here's a, a really bad joke that happens to be true. What has 60 pounds of pasta covered with six gallons of marinara sauce and 40 pounds of ground beef mixed in it? It's Pompano Park's free spaghetti dinner, and it's tonight, Monday's February 2. Sounds like tonight. Tonight, everybody who buys a Pompano Park program gets a coupon good for a free spaghetti dinner at the fourth floor player's room. Dinner includes your salad, rolls and butter, a heaping plate of pasta with sauce, and even if you don't want the race program, you can still buy a coupon for just two and a half bucks. It's the best bargain anywhere in South Florida. It's free for two and a half bucks. And if that's not enough to get you to come out to Pompano Park, then try this one on for size. This Friday, February 6th, Pompano Park will not only feature great nighttime harness racing action, simulcasting in their fabulous poker card room, but it's the track's 40th anniversary night, and lots of neat stuff's going to be going on. They'll have live music, including Chris McDonald's tribute to the Elvis show, Shane Lamar Entertainment's triple shot band, giveaways, free prize drawings, family fun night, antique car display, and lots more stuff going on. It all starts at 7 p.m., and you never know, one of the drivers might expose his booby. Located just a half mile from both I-95 and the Florida Turnpike, Pompano Park is easy to get to. And best of all, Pompano Park gives you free admission, free general parking every single day. Live harness racing in the poker room are open every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Poker starts at noon till midnight. Live racing gets underway nightly at 7.05. Don't forget the free spaghetti dinner. Don't miss it tonight at Pompano Park. For more information, 954-972-2000 or check them on the web at pompanopark.com. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QA 2 AM. 
it, pull it, pull in. Numbers aren't growing. Howard Dean is going to shrine. He had the lead and steadily his numbers now are dwindling. Could it be he has a me as Supporters must be thinking, what was the doctor drinking? And he must have really bad eyesight. Oregon! Oregon! Michigan! Michigan! Howard Dean! The hopeful next first lady should think twice before displaying her big bow made guns and horsey deeds. Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Ohio, Howard D. Good try. California, California, D.C., Washington, D.C., Howard D. Good All right. I love it. 11.32, he's not uh, doing too good in these seven states, nah. but he's waiting, man. He's staying out there on the sidelines. And then when Michigan and Wisconsin, right, and uh, Wisconsin and Michigan, any place else? No. I give up. Mi Michigan and Wisconsin. He's going to kick some ass there, man, and build up some of them delegates. How many is he going to get? About 30, man. Forget about it, Dr. Dean. Nice try, man. You got everybody whipped up into a frenzy. Now step aside and make way for scary John Kerry. Isn't that the way it looks? Pretty much. Here's the deal again on our uh, hot couples contest, number five. This is number five? It is? That's what it says here, hot couples contest well, V, unless the V is like for neckline. Who are we to argue? No, I think it is number five. Did we do two the uh, previous year? I did two over the summer while uh, you were gone, then uh, we did two uh, after you got back. Leave it to you to be doing a bunch of pornographic stuff while I'm away. Yes. Keep it up. Uh, let's see. It's you have... Till February 13th through the end of next week to submit your entries and email your pictures to contest at neilrogers.com. And don't just, I mean, if you're like, I don't want to say, anybody is eligible to enter, okay? Right. How about people that won before? Are they eligible? Not if they won before, but if they no. entered, then yes. But if you entered and lost, then by all means, give it another shot. If you got, you know, if your embarrassment factor is very low. In other words, if you're not going to take it personal, try it again. Maybe a different position or maybe, maybe like wear one of them uh, burkas, you know, cover right. up your puss. Or uh, take your shirt off this time. Then we can put those pictures on there, and the week of February 16, you'll be able to vote on them. And then the winner, couple with the most uh, votes, and of course, it's always, uh, we don't, uh, whatever you do is uh, fine with us. And there's no way for us to control it, it's on the internet. Right. So they get all of their friends, and they each vote 200 times, and that, that's fine. We get a fabulous response on this, and maybe Eric makes about 15 bucks. Couple with the most votes wins their choice of one of these prizes, the trip for two to Hedonism in Jamaica, or, or, Trip for two to Royal Oasis Casino in the Bahamas. And then the third place, the second place winner gets whichever trip is left over. And the third place prize is a dinner for two to the Pizza Loft in Davie. All contest rules on our website, neilrogers.com. And email the pictures to contest at neilrogers.com. And that's the name of that tune. Ooh, by don't the forget, way. you can see Janet Jackson's booby just uh, flapping and flopping and uh, doing all kinds of things. Did Miguel write a little note on that thing that he sent you? No, we did not. He just bitched at me about it. 
He always, um, every time we do this, he always gets a lot of emails having nothing to do with the contest. Just people think that that's a good place to write bitchy letters. and About what? About whatever. About uh, they have a boil, Neil Rogers sucks, uh, George sucks, uh, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, well, Tom sucked this. Right. Uh, those are all deleted right away, and uh, it's, it's not an avenue for venting requests or anything else. So, in other words, if you didn't get your uh, best of CD or the uh, <laughs> keychain or one of those, there's a good place to get a hold of Miguel, okay? Contest at neilrogers.com. Because he doesn't answer his phone. He's busy looking forward to reading. He's busy sniffing the seat where she used to sit. Oh, mm. oh, well, that's what I'm geez. hearing. That's what I was told by the beast. Oh, I'm done. 440 votes. Which of the, or was that, was that the chair that Randy used to sit in? Yeah. Well, there's a contest. Come on, Randy. She's the goddess. Don't be messing with her. So what we're doing now, I knew we have to make a change. This year it's the p politics and sex show is what it's going to be. All right. Okay. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Now there's the uh, kick again. Boss last night's Super Bowl to John Kerry's New England Patriots. Senator Kerry draws a larger lesson from that. While the game was still in doubt, Kerry told supporters that a Patriots victory would prove that a New Englander can win in Texas. There you right. go. See, how, how do you like that? I hadn't thought of that. 440 votes in just over an hour. It's a staggering total. We actually have an audience out there today, which means they really must be uh, depressed after the Patriots won their second Super Bowl in three years. Oh! Nice going, Tommy. Oh! Nice going, everybody on that team. Nice job, baby. Oh! The presidential election, 156. My next orgasm, 126. When will I see Janet Jackson's other booby, 86? We can't say tit. Will the Dolphins make the playoffs next season, 23? Where are those WMDs, 13? Will the government take away my guns? Ten now. Ten are starting to get a little bit nervous about that, especially if the Bushmeister loses, which he will in November. Will they take away my guns? Not if Kerry gets in. He loves his gun. Will I go to heaven? Nine. Will I burn in hell? Six. Now they're starting. Now the honesty factor is starting to come in a little bit. They're concerned. Will they burn in hell? And you want to know why? Why? Because they've been looking at that picture of Janet too much, over and over and over again. Will the Panthers make the playoffs this season? No. Six. And will the U.S. allow gays to marry only five? Nobody cares about that. Here's a really good... I might do a lot of reading today because I noticed the quality of the calls. It, it's it's uh, fun. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Well, this one's got to be a good one. Watch. WQM, hello. Yes, sir. Hello. Yes. This is Neil's show? Speak, speak to me, yes. Neil, oh, Neil, have you ever seen Howard Dean and Godzilla in the same place? Matt Bivens in The Nation writes The Daily Outrage... And uh, donations for terrorists, it's its kind of short, although some other ones I have later are a little bit long. Short, long, in between. Imagine if some bugaboo of the right, Hillary Clinton, say, gave the keynote address at a charity event linked to terrorists. Imagine if three whole days before Senator Clinton let her name and her time to the event, the Hill, a quality newspaper that covers Congress, had come out with a devastating report linking the charity event to a terrorist organization, one that has killed Americans, seized the U.S. Embassy, and worked hand-in-glove with Sodom. Imagine if the Hill report under the headline, Terrorist Plan D.C. Fundraiser, also revealed that the Red Cross, the purported beneficiary of the event, was having nothing to do with it. Imagine if two whole days beforehand, one Republican congressman had demanded that Attorney General John Ashcroft investigate the charity, and another who had been invited to speak announced that he wouldn't. Imagine if after all that, Senator Clinton or Ted Kennedy or Howard Dean or Al Franken or any of their boogeyman of the right nevertheless showed up to give a rousing speech for a rousing fee. And imagine if, when confronted afterwards, she insisted she was simply helping the Red Cross, and then when informed that the Red Cross days ago had publicly renounced the event, mumbled, I was unaware of that. I was unaware of that. Mm -hmm. How long would it be before it was monster news? 
Before TV anchors were asking Senator Clinton if she didn't want to distance herself from the Saddam Hussein-backed terrorists she was associating so chummily with. Before thousands of email jokes, all playing one way or the other, uh, of the lameness I was unaware of that were clogging up cyberspace. Meanwhile, back in the real world, this bumbling character was not Hillary Clinton, but Richard Pearl, advisor to the Pentagon, key cheerleader for regime change. Pearl spoke last weekend at an event for Iranian earthquake victims, despite a compelling report in The Hill that the event was favoring not the Red Cross, but the mujahideen Kalk, a group the State Department considers a terrorist organization, and despite public complaints by two Republican congressmen. Then again, the reason for that terrorist classification is that the MEK favors regime change violently if necessary in Iran. So one could see why Pearl would find them more fun to hang around with than, say, those losers over at the U.N., in any case, Pearl hasn't been very choosy in the past about who signs his checks to say nothing of whose checks he signs. The Washington Post reports that the charity event attended by more than 3,000 people at the Washington Convention Center generated enough concerns within the Bush administration that some officials talked of blocking it entirely, FBI uh, agents attended it, and the Treasury Department this week froze the assets of its prime organizer. Asked about the controversy, Pearl told the Post he was getting paid to help the Red Cross, Told the Red Cross had days earlier publicly renounced the event, he said, I was unaware of that. Guess he's not quite the Middle Eastern expert he's claimed to be, though most of us had already figured that out. Matt Goodman's in the nation. Will you stop playing that corny applause? I like it. Makes me feel like I'm... A... Now, play the corny applause. Play it again. That's enough. Okay, how's the poll coming? I love this poll today, man. I haven't had a poll like this in years. Maybe we'll see Tom Brady pull it out there at the end of the game. Nice going, Tommy. And I thought it was Justin that pulled it off. Justin pulled it out? No, he didn't. Pulled it off. What a thought that. First, if you're going to pull it out, you have to have one, Justin. <laughs> we can borrow one. Maybe he has like a stunt penis, you think? Right. Strap on. 456 votes. Which of these is most important to you? Presidential election, 164. Thank God we still have some people who care more than just about getting laid. But my next orgasm, 132, is right on the president's ass. When will I see Janet Jackson's other teat, 88? Will the Dolphins make the playoffs next season, 23? Will they? No. Not unlikely. Not with this crowd. Where are the WMDs? Although we got number 13 is there. And look at that. Where are the WMDs? 13. See, it's for Danny Boy. Will the government take away my guns, 10? Will I go to heaven, 9? Will I burn in hell, 6? Will the Panthers make the playoffs this season, 6? And will the uh, U.S. allow gays to marry, 5? Out of 456. You can vote on our poll, but then you'll immediately want to go and check out Janet Jackson and the Justin Tinkerbell as he keeps whipping it off and whipping it off and whipping it off, and it keeps hanging out and flopping around. You think they're for real, by the way? No. Oh. What about her uh, boobies? 19 till noon at 560 WQM. I'll tell you a place that's for real. Delights of West Boca, the number one low-carb store in the world. Everybody and their brother now is on some kind of a low-carb diet. And that's why you want to find a store that will give you some variety. Because the problem with Atkins and some of these other low-carb diets is that even though they can be effective for a lot of people, it's hard to stay on them because they are, in a word, boring. Not when you go to a Delights of West Boca because they've got over a 1,000 low-carb products in stock to keep your uh, diet interesting. Some variety. they got breads and bagels, cookies and crackers, chips and brownies, chocolates, ice cream, pastas, sauces, ketchup, cheesecakes, and lots more. They've got the widest selection. They're open every day, seven days, from 10 a.m. till 10 p.m. You can try anything in the store before you buy it. And they've got the full line of Atkins brand products that are on sale today, next Sukkot, Easter Sunday, all day, every day. The number one uh, low-carb store in the universe is Delights of West Boca. They're on the northeast corner of Glades and 441, right next to Boston Market. Or call them at 1-877-LOW-CARB, L-O-W-C-A-R-B, or on the web, it's lowcarb.com. There's only one Delights of West Boca. It's your official Atkins Retail Center. My, my, my.
and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM.560 WQM, the Mad Dog at 2. But I'm looking at the schedule this week. The Humper's got a really tough schedule. <laughs> He's in Vegas today. He's off fun. tomorrow because they got that uh, Bo is going to be doing that special at the Dave and Buster's, that Marlin thing or whatever it is. Okay. And then, uh, let's see, Hank is in the studio on Wednesday. Then starting Thursday, he's on the Royal Caribbean. <laughs> Plunging his guts out. Well, hopefully a couple of pounds of it anyway. Come on, Hank, lose an ounce or two. Well, you don't lose any money, but lose an ounce or two. Canadians to Bush, hope you lose, eh? Even before we know whom President Bush will be running against this fall, Canadians have made their decision. Only 15%, according to an exclusive new poll conducted by McLean's, Canada's weekly news magazine, or is that McLean's, would cast a ballot for Bush if they had the chance. Only 15%. And if Americans remain almost evenly divided, 50% approval, yada, 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 there is no such dithering on this side of the border. Just 12% of us north of the border feel Canada is better off since Bush took office, and less than a third respondents will admit to liking the world's most powerful man even a little bit. <laughs> oh, you ready for that? I love it. How's it going, eh? W, bye-bye. Oh, As Justin Tinkerbell right would say, bye-bye-bye. I beg your pardon? CNN right now, building snafu, Halliburton facing more scrutiny for Iraq deals. Oh, no. That's got to be a mistake, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Deals billed 42,000, served 14,000. Yeah, but that's just about meals, okay? Maybe they weren't happy meals. Maybe they were unhappy meals. You know, the kind you pay double what you're supposed to. It's an unhappy right. meal. Also, speaking of polls, <clears throat> since the audience, at least we got a few people out there. About 30, man. Who are still interested in, you know, the future of the world. Uh, I don't want to get anybody depressed because we got the thing about the bird flu, which I'll get to in a bit. Flu where? Germany. Okay. Lady who came back from Thailand. All you pedophiles out there, if you want to stay alive and don't be spreading all your disease to all the rest of us, uh, go to Costa Rica. Do not be going to Thailand anytime soon, please. Please. Okay. It's for the birds. Anyway, the national poll, according to Newsweek, uh, John Kerry has got a gigantic... You know how many points he's got to lead? About 30? About 30, man. That's right. 45% of Democrats polled nationwide support Kerry... Howard Dean is down to 14%, so it's 31. And uh, North Carolina Senator John Edwards with 11. 
Kerry now strikes two-thirds of Democratic voters, 65% as the contender most likely to beat Bush in November, and overwhelming 82% of Democrats view Kerry favorably. Now, this is coming at the same time that El Presidente has uh, his approval rating slipping to historic all-time lows. While Kerry is enjoying his bounce in the polls, Bush's approval rating is at an all-time low in this Newsweek poll, slipping to 49% with 43% approving. Are you ready for that? You following that? I'm following it. 43% approve, 49% say, feh. Almost half, 49%, do not want to see the president reelected in the fall, compared to 45% who do, which represents a slight improvement in his uh, favor over last week when 52% didn't want him reelected. For the first time in the Newsweek poll, a majority, 54%, believes the Bush administration misinterpreted intelligence about Iraq. But a majority, 51 to 41, also believes Bush didn't willfully lie to the public. Right, and I got some fabulous land in the Everglades at only 50 cents an acre. Really? Yeah, you'll love it. Let's see. Uh, Edwards is pulling strongly against the president in a hypothetical uh, matchup with 44% for uh, Edwards, 49% for Bush. Where's the rest of them? Where's uh, Kerry? Huh? Boy, this this is well, it's just too lengthy. It's too complicated. Okay, we'll put it on a website. One of these days, we'll put it on a website, Eric. When I get around to it. Suspected birth, bird flu case in Germany. Before I get to that, I guess I should do the other story about the fact that now I don't want to get people nervous right before lunch. Right. But the WHO, the World Health Organization, says that bird flu may pass between humans. Not a good sign. Mm-mm. Two Vietnamese sisters who died from bird flu may have caught the disease from their brother in Hanoi, Vietnam, which would be the first known case involving human-to-human transmission in the outbreak now sweeping Asia, the WHO said yesterday. The source of the sisters' infection has not been identified, but investigations have failed to find such a specific event, such as contact with sick poultry, there's nothing worse than a sick bird, or an environmental source to explain the cases, WHO spokesman Bob uh, somebody said. What's his name? Barker. Bob Barker. No other cases of people catching the virus from other people have been suspected anywhere else. But now, this story, German doctors are examining the case of a woman suspected of contacting bird flu during a recent trip to Thailand. The woman was taken by ambulance to a Hamburg Institute for Tropical Medicine for tests, said Fire Department spokesman Peter Brown, probably kin to Werner von Brown and Carol Mostly Brown. Another woman who traveled with her to Thailand was also taken to the Institute, was not suspected of having contracted the disease. Health officials in Hamburg were not able to confirm the suspected case. There have been 18 suspected human cases of bird flu in Thailand, 10 of whom have died. The human cases have been traced to direct contact with six birds, but now we got the two in Hanoi, which are people to people, person to person. How do you like that? I don't. So, another, I don't want to say that if you see you know, somebody from Thailand out there on the street, or somebody who, hey, I just came back from Hanoi, run like a son of a bitch. I don't want to say that, but it's probably a pretty good idea. You know what I mean? Okay, don't say that. I just came back from Southeast Asia, run like crazy. You'll call, call 911 and jump into a goddamn uh, phone booth and lock it real tight. Which of these is most important to you? I'm telling you that. Isn't it amazing how stuff, how crap happens? Yeah, it's amazing. We started out today like fretting like crazy. You especially because you're a, a nervous Nelly. No, actually it was me. Because Eric was still sleeping, and I knew he was sleeping his fat ass off, you know. And he, this this is a new deal because once they do it the first time, then it becomes you know it becomes like habitual. It's like <laughs> once somebody's got a nose problem, you know. We we've been through that last summer. Once somebody they doesn't show up the first time because they had a little bit of a <laughs> substance abuse problem, then they start like. <laughs> 
making a habit of it, and they become very unreliable. So here we are sitting with nothing but our toes in our hand, and uh, nothing on that website, not the poll, not any news stories, certainly not uh, Janet, ja almost said Latoya, Janet Jackson's breast, and now we got, we're going nuts. Oh! <clears throat> How do you like that? Which I think the, the lesson there to be learned is don't ever sell Eric short. Okay. He says we're being attacked now. What does that mean? The website, you know, children, whatever their age. Well, well, well how do you know that? How do you know attack. it's children? I don't know that. I'm just speculating. He said that we're being attacked now. You mean that uh, by that uh, worm? By something. Maybe the worm's trying to get into Latoya. Uh, Jan See, I did it again into Janet. <laughs> same person, isn't it? They're all the same. It's all one person. It's all Michael. We're under attack. Well, he, he's, you know, such a nervous Nelly anyway. Do you believe him? Why not? Why would he lie? Okay, we believe you. WQM, hello. Smith. Yes, sir. Hey, with that Janet Jackson thing. Yeah. Yeah, that was contrived because if you really look, you could see there's a pasty of like a star looking thing over her. Right, it's a star butt thing. Yeah. All it's right, a star teat, right. Oh, did you notice that? Yeah, we did. <laughs> I'm glad to see that he's, uh, you know, looking real close, aren't you? Yeah. If you look real, real close, if you put your, like, eye right on it. WQM, hello. How you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. I I have a, a idea for an up-and-coming poll, if I could to tell you about it. Go ahead. How about it? Reverend Jones. 5670560. Boy, you out now. See, I deserve credit for that. Yeah, I knew it was him. I'm just not going to say it anymore. Well, I waited about two seconds. And then I said to myself, that's Reverend Jones. That's a major asshole is who that is. Crazy. Yeah, up and coming, as in up here. Wreck them. Well, you're right. This thing is uh, really spastic. I think we're being attacked, Eric. We're being attacked. Oh, oh, oh. Everybody under the counter. Everybody get under your desk at school. We're being attacked by a, by a virus, by a bug. I don't really think we are. I think we're just getting a phenomenal response on there. Don't you? No, okay, it's an internal not. server error. Have you got yours? My what? <laughs> reload it, it's fine until you try to reload it. Four minutes till noon yeah. at 560. WQM on a really spastic Monday. It's great, just the way we like to start the week. Hey, if your carpets aren't so great, here's the answer for you. You know what to do by now. I've been telling you about these people for over 20 amazing years. In fact, for over 20 years, I've been using them in my house because I know why call anybody else. Nobody does a job like these folks at Dry Concepts. If your carpets are a little bit worn out after the holidays, if they don't look that bright and sparkling and just like brand new, here's the answer. Don't waste thousands of dollars on expensive new carpeting. Just call Dry Concepts and they will dry clean your carpets and bring them back to life. They'll make them look just like brand new, like you had new carpeting laid right there on your floor. And they'll be vibrant in color again, soft to the touch. They'll smell lemony fresh. They'll be drying in a couple of hours. And when the folks from Dry Concepts walk out, they hand you a rose, you hand them a check, and you'll look around and say, this is like a miracle right on my floor. Also for your upholstery, your furniture, all your drapery, all of these things, they do an unbeatable job. And they never rip you off. They give you a guaranteed written price up front before they start the work. Call today and see how you can save 15% on your next carpet cleaning with Dry Concepts. Ask them to put your ass on their standby list and save you even more than usual. Nobody in the world does it like these folks. Try them once. You'll use them for years like I have. Call them toll-free, 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071. Or check them on the Wicked World Wide Web at dryconcepts.com. Live and local, this, this is 560. The radio is all yours. <laughs> QAM. 
Airline, it beat at 12 to 1 hour on WQAM. And now, a word from Howard Dean's wife. Hi, hello there. I'm Dr. Judith Steinberg, wife of presidential candidate Howard Dean. You can call me Judy, not Judge Judy. That's a different miscite. People want to know why I'm hardly ever on campaign trail with Howie. Hey, did you get a good look at me in Iowa? I scare the crap out of myself. I make Frau this and I look like a Shana Poonam. <laughs> Stop me if I'm bombarding you with too much Yiddish, huh? Anyway, Howie says after I showed up, his numbers drop it. Know what I say? That's a bunch of Mishagas. For those of you who don't capish the Yiddish, that means crap. Howie's a good guy, though he's what you might call a loose cannon. He's got a pretty bad temper on him. I remember one time, one of our kids left a cap off of the toothpaste. I thought he was going to blow a gasket. The veins popped out in his head, and that white spit strings were gone in the corners of his mouth. He went with sugar. I spent 23 years with this Shagitz. Most of the time, he's a mensch. But on occasion, I hate him. I think my husband, Howie, would make for a very good president. One of the things I'm a little P.O.'d about is that Howie doesn't let us have a TV. I want to watch Sex in the City. I got to schlep down to campaign headquarters or to the Kroger's to watch on some tiny black and white set. I have never seen any program in color, so I'm no Jackie Kennedy. Hell, if you look at me, I'm no Ted Kennedy. I don't wear makeup. I'm like a whisker away from being Amish. Don't expect to see much more of me during the campaign. The only reason I'm addressing you today is because I was able to chew through my restraints. Anyway, gazagazunt. That's Yiddish for Dr. Judith Steinberg. Over and out. Paid for by the committee to elect John Kerry president. Oi! Bravo 2 at 560 WQM. Happy Monday to you. Uh, I don't think we're being attacked by anybody. I think we're just getting a phenomenal response on there, which goes to show you if we could just put some famous celebrity naked person. Didn't I say just on Friday? Yeah. That we ought to start like going through the files. We could put Brad Pitt with his penis on there again, which everybody's seen that. What other famous we could have Paris Hilton on there, right? Even though she's sure. a skanky, nasty, needle-nosed bitch. Yeah, we got the video and uh, all kinds of. You name them, uh, we got them. We got them. Yeah. Well, starting today, man, where it's going to be uh, politics. The two P's: politics and perversion. Right? Okay. It's the pee-pee show. <laughs> and no, I don't want that pee Try calling in Friday. No fake pee-pee from Pembroke Pines, please. 5670560. Oh, now, let me ask you this. Do you think that we need a, um, I mean, the idea that anybody should have to warn their children to see a breast. I mean, is America really that backward? Yes. Is America really that repressed? Yes. Is America that really hung up on the filth and uh, of the Amer of the uh, naked body? Yes. Jesus. Yes. Man. Grow up, America, man. Grow up. Pretty neat about Pharrell getting a job in Atlanta. The only question I have in my mind, which probably has uh, you know, entered your mind, too, since we found out about that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mark it down on the calendar, February the 2nd, okay? I'm assuming he's just starting now, although I don't know. Maybe he's been there for a while. Duff just uh, found it. Yeah. And the website, too. The only it? obvious question is, how long will it last? Please, Scott. Do not, I know that's bad. Come on. That's terrible. <laughs> do yourself a favor, okay? Tone it down a notch. Like, do the opposite of emerald, okay? Turn it, tone it down a couple of notches instead of up. Right? Bam! Just... <laughs> Wasn't it that where all those people died? Yeah, it was. Five, wow. six, seven, that was in such bad taste. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound five, sixty on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line this is just a miracle today you know, i can you can feel it it's the second of february it's our first show in february i think we need to put all of the other stuff that's transpired in last since somebody came to town Absolutely. that's all i can be behind okay stick it in your behind Rectum. just forget about him wqam hello i need a job wqam yeah neil yes sir 
Yeah, hi. Uh, did you hear about this L.A. Times story on George Bush, the Grand Canyon, and Noah's Flood? It's a great story. The New York Times has it, too. Bush's Park Service lets these Christians sell books that say that the Grand Canyon was caused by Noah's Flood. So we, we had that a couple of weeks oh, ago. Oh, you guys had that? Yeah, we're way ahead of it. Oh, because I, 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 th I thought the whole world would be talking about this. These Christian wackos are taking over the whole world. Uh, Bush is sir, sir, I want, I want to, I want to state this to you. I want you to listen to me clearly. I'm not joking. They ought to be talking about that. They ought to be talking about the so-called weapons of mass destruction, which they now admit didn't exist and don't exist and never will exist. But what they're talking about is Janet Jackson's breast. Uh, you're so right about that. In Europe, they show this stuff all over the place, and people right. don't care. Anywhere you go, man, you turn on TV, you're channel surfing, here's uh, porno, here's a uh, naked breast. In fact, they've got, like in Russia, they have the, the naked newswoman. She's just stark naked while she's reading the news in Russia. That's true. Uh, even last night, at halftime of the Super Bowl, you could go get a lingerie bowl. I mean, people are so obsessed to watch girls in lingerie tackle each other. Desperate, which goes to show they're not getting much. Okay, one thing, I heard, that, like, on the Christian TV, I caught, they, they said this true. If the story of Noah is false, then the whole Bible's false, and I agree with them on that. Absolutely correct. Right. That's the first honest thing they've ever said. Thanks, right, thank Pally. You. Bye. See you, on, see you on Mars. wonder what the Martians believe, huh? <laughs> oh, I know what I was going to say before, and I stopped because it's too depressing right on the thing with the bird flu. Yeah. See, Mars is a gigantic dead rock. Can okay. you stab life on it once upon a time? Okay? Okay. But right now, Probably. it's big and dead. Correct. And you know what? Someday the Earth will be big and dead. <laughs> yeah. And the reason we know that, and of course, moving to Mars, setting up colonies on Mars won't change anything because one of these days, not soon, not soon, maybe in a week or two, no, no, not soon, but the sun will die out like all stars die out. Before that, it'll expand and engulf all of the inner planets, including this one. So it's just a matter of time, so have a good time while you're still alive, okay? You're not going to be in heaven. You're not going to be in hell. You're not going to be in purgatory. You're not going to be on Uranus. It just, uh, it just is. And you can make up all the fairy tales and bubble mice and you can subsidize it and you can squint your eyes. Have you ever seen a religionist how they sure. always, the, the God squad, they always have their eyes squinted, you know, and they think they, if they pray, they pray real hard and right. concentrate that the Lord is going to answer their prayer? Of course, he almost never does. No. So you don't no. know. If you scrunch your eyes really hard, that means you're praying, like, intensely. Right. Oh, I thought that was only when you throw stones in the shoes at the uh, devil. At that big, at the big rock over there. No, you got to keep your eyes open for that. Stampede kills 244 at Hajj pilgrimage. Here is a classic, and please, please, don't insult yourselves, folks, by saying, "Well, well, that's just that uh, barbaric religion, man." That's a, they're all the same, okay? Right. Especially at least those, 240. I beg your pardon. Especially those Middle Eastern religions like Christianity and Judaism. Mm -hmm. At least 244 people were trampled to death and hundreds more hurt yesterday under the crush of worshippers in one of the deadliest disasters during the annual Muslim pilgrimage to Saudi Arabia. You know what this is comparable to? What's that? You know, in Pamplona, Spain? Oh, yeah, yeah, the bull thing. When they have the bulls. <laughs> yeah, and there's always always a couple of people Perfect. get killed and a few other people get Al Gord. Great. The stampede occurred during the stoning of the devil. Let's get a man to stone the devil. An emotional and notoriously per uh, perilous Hodge ritual. Pilgrims frantically throw rocks, shout insults, or hurl their shoes at three stone pillars. Acts that are, or is that Pilar? No, that's right, you don't watch the show. Acts that are supposed to demonstrate their deep disdain for Satan. They go apeshmen. The power of Christ compels you. Well, maybe not him, no. The power of Mohammed. Safety measures were in place at the site. One where fatal stampedes have been frequent. 
but caution isn't stronger than fate, said Saudi Hajj Minister Li, uh, Iyad Madani. All precautions were taken to prevent such an incident, but this is God's will, he said. <laughs> oh, yeah. They passed away because it was God's will. They're just as crazy as we are. The stampede broke out on one of two ramps leading to the 50-foot stone pillars. Tens of thousands of people were on the uppermost ramp, which is about the width of a five-lane highway. Authorities said a few pilgrims fell, causing panic as pressure built up in the crowd behind, worse than a soccer game. Mansur al-Turki of the, of the Saudi General Security Forces said about 10,000 general security officers were on duty at the time. Their intervention resulted in containing the pushing toward the pillar to prevent even more pilgrims from falling. The same area was the scene of a similar deadly incident in 1998, 2001, and again last year. It's becoming like a, a ritual, like a yearly mm -hmm. thing. We're going to have a whole bunch of people die because they're pissed off at uh, Satan. Yeah. Sunday's tragedy marked the worst disaster at the annual Hodge since 97 when 340 pilgrims died in a fire at their tent city in Mina, Mina near the holy city of Mecca. I thought Mina was in uh, Dracula. Was that very good? Yeah, that was Mina. Mina. Uh, nothing could be meaner than a trip to Pasadena. Most of the dead Sunday were pilgrims from inside the Saudi kingdom who may not have been authorized to participate, Madani said. It was unclear how many foreign pilgrims died, but Egypt's Middle East News Agency reported that 13 Egyptians were among the dead. So there you go. More crazy religious people. I apologize for my redundancy. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. we got a lot of crap going on for a Monday, I'll tell you that. We got Janice Jackson's tit. I'm going to tell you, teat, booby, teeny, breast. Breast? No, that's no fun. Breast is on a chicken. 586 votes on the poll, and we got a great poll for you today, which uh, came out of nowhere. I think I pulled it out of my... Rectum. Which of these is most important to you? The presidential election, 216. My next orgasm, 162. Squirt, squirt. When will I see Janet Jackson's other teat? 115. Will the Dolphins make the playoffs next season? 29. No! Uh, where are those WMDs? 17. Will I go to heaven? 16. Will the government take away my guns? Uh-oh. A dozen. A dirty dozen. Will I burn in hell? 7. Probably. Will the U.S. allow gays to marry? 6. Probably not. And will the Panthers make the playoffs this season? Highly unlikely. Only 6 out of 586. I mean, listen, I can't tell you what to look at, what to be excited about. You can't change humanity. you got to go with the flow. That's what uh, Diana Ross said. Go with the flow, right? Right. If the public likes uh, matzo balls, you don't put, like, uh, chitlins in your soup, in your chicken soup. You put matzo balls in there, right? Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. I do like a nice bowl of matzo balls. Matzo ball and chitlins. Yeah, it sounds pretty interesting. That's for, like, Sammy Davis Jr. types <laughs> and Rod Carew. 12 minutes past noon at 560 WQAM. Hey, I want to tell you about something really good, speaking of a stuff to imbibe in, and that's Endorex Diabetic, a truly delicious meal replacement drink that just happens to be made for people like yours truly living with diabetes. And, man, am I ever fat. Ask me if I'm fat. Are you fat? Gigantic. But anybody who wants to cut down their sugar intake can drink this and enjoy it. Endorex Diabetic tastes great because it's sweetened with Splenda, which is made from sugar, so there's no nasty aftertaste like you get with aspartame and saccharin. Recommended by doctors and dietitians for people who can't sacrifice proper nutrition just because they're in a big-ass hurry. Anorex Diabetic is a completely balanced nutritional supplement that provides you all the essential vitamins and minerals needed for a healthy life, plus fiber, antioxidants, yet it's low in saturated fat and cholesterol. Anorex Diabetic is also gluten-free and lactose-free. An 8-ounce can provides 237 calories of easy-to-digest nutrition. 
You try Anorex Diabetic once, and I guarantee you, I'll bet Josh's life on it, you'll never go back to whatever you were drinking before. In fact, the makers are so sure you're going to love Anorex Diabetic. They're giving away free full-size samples. They'll send you a two-pack for free. One vanilla, one chocolate. Anybody who calls their toll-free number, 1-866-368-3739. You can pick it up all over town. Publix, Walgreens, Eckerd's, Navarro, Sedano's, CVS, and other local pharmacies. But again, if you'd like that free two-pack, one vanilla, one chocolate, call toll-free, one three six. Uh, what is it, 866-368-3739. Better give it again, one 866 3683739 or faster yet, order for yourself on their website, enterexdiabetic.com. Just click on where it says free samples. Tell them that Neil sent you by for the delicious one. Get an additional special gift too for Enterex Diabetic. We're Sports Radio 560 UAM. Coming up tonight on Inside the Behind the True Hollywood Celebrity Music Biography Profile Story. Salt and Pepper made Push It one of the biggest dance club songs of the 80s. And to this day, scholars still debate one of music history's toughest questions. What could the song have possibly been about? Well, sadly, I don't know if we'll ever really get to the bottom of what this song was trying to convey to the listener. Pop music historian Peter Principal. I mean, Push It. This could mean any number of things. Push the door open, for example. Yes, push that door open real good. Push the button on that home appliance of yours. Push the button real good. Push the stuffing further into the turkey. You see how deliciously open to interpretation this song is? But one renegade journalist, Rolling Stone rock critic Matthew Britney's pelvis, has shaken the music industry with his allegations that Push It could be about the insertion of the penis firmly into the vagina. Hey, I looked at that song from every possible direction. Then it hit me. Christ Almighty, this song is about f***ing. And f***ing hot. Oh, 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 no, 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 please. Matthew Britney's pelvis is nothing but a bitter failed writer who wants to revive his career with these accusations of Push It being about the of sexual congress. <laughs> Next thing you know, he'll be saying all those rap songs about entering women from behind are actually about entering women from behind. Alas, we may never know for certain what Push It was all about. Only one thing is for certain. It's a big, juicy, sopping wet look at show business tonight on Inside the Behind. And I have no idea what I meant by that. Oh, you're going to love this. I can't believe this. What you just faxed me, this is the best. Feds outraged by halftime show mishaps. Yeah. Oh, this is so American, man. It's unbelievable. Is there more to this? Oh, there's another page. Oh, yeah, i got to have it. On its way. Oh, there's one. Well, I'll try to read through this uh, thing here. It's not a good fax. Now, is this for my benefit, this diagram that you threw, the, well, that I you sent me? drawing it because apparently there was some controversy and people were coming in and asking about, about you know, what that was on her nipple. A lot of people think it's a pasty. It's not a pasty. It's a piercing. So I had to draw it out for people after showing them the close-up that I got here. I see. Computer. It's got even instructions, George. You're right. here. Pull yeah. nipple through the sun ring. Two, push post through nipple to secure. Right. And that's got a thing that looks dangerous like a nail. I sure hope she don't get like... Uh... <laughs> yeah. That's the post. What, tetanus? Uh, exactly. Oh, I heard she got a big shot in her before the show. The chief and a big target, by the way. The chief federal regulator of broadcasting said that he is outraged by the Super Bowl halftime show. They're taking away CBS's license, I bet. Oh, they're not. Which showed singer Justin Tinkerbell tearing off part of Janet Jackson's costume, exposing her breasts. Oi! Oh my God! 
Tinkerbell blamed a wardrobe malfunction, but FCC... Ch- oh, you, you know something? Seriously. <laughs> the guy that called before that I told him, I mean, sir, there got to be a part of us. they got to be like maybe 5% of the population. We just have to find our own planet before it's too late. Right, Mars. This is what your government is worried about. Innocent people are dying. There were 56 more people. How many? A whole bunch of people died in Iraq. There were two, yeah, at least 56 with suicide bombers yesterday. We had 244 crazy religionists to die in Saudi Arabia. We've got uh, bird flu, uh, which uh, we don't know. If we could have a next pandemic, which could kill millions of people if uh, it really does uh, transfer from person to person, if it could be transmitted that way. And the FCC is worried about uh, a booby on the Super Bowl. This is just so, like I said, freaking American, man. FCC Chairman Michael Powell called it a classless, crass, and deplorable stunt. MTV, which produced the show, and CBS, which broadcast it, both said they had no idea that their halftime show Sunday night would include such a display. It was just an accident. Anybody with a brain would know that. <laughs> CBS deeply regrets the incident, spokeswoman Leslie Ann Wade said. <laughs> the two singers were performing a flirtatious duet to end the halftime show with Tinkerbell singing Rock Your Body. And the lines he sang at the moment of truth were, I'm going to have you naked by the end of this song. <laughs> but, of course, that proves beyond a shadow of a doubt it was just an accident. Right. With that, Tinkerbell reached across Jackson's leather gladiator outfit and pulled off the covering to her right breast which was partially obscured by a sun-shaped metal nipple decoration. <laughs> wow. The network, uh, I can't read this next sentence. Can you read it? No, it's uh, that way in my time. Oh, the network quite quickly uh, came away from the uh, shot. They came quickly and didn't uh, make reference to it on the air. In a statement, FCC Chairman Michael Powell said, I am outraged at what I saw during the halftime show of the Super Bowl. Like <laughs> millions of, why should he be outraged? Takes a boob to see uh, one to no one. He's never right? seen one before. Like millions of Americans, my family and I gathered around the TV for a celebration. Instead, that celebration was tainted by a classless, crash and deplorable stunt. Our nation's children, parents, and uh, citizens deserve better. Yeah, they should have seen them both. They should have seen both of her boobies, and they should have seen Tom Brady naked after the game in the locker room, hanging out with his pals. I've instructed the commission to open an immediate investigation in last night's broadcast. He said, following away, oh, oh, you know something? I want to lay on the floor and make moaning sounds. I, I can't take this. I can't. If this if this were a joke, I'd say this is very funny. If it was satire. Right, if they, like the fake news that they have on those sites. This is the end of the world right now, this story. I have instructed the commission to open an immediate investigation in last night's broadcast. He said, vowing it would be thorough and swift. Earlier, an FCC spokeswoman, Suzanne Tetro, said it was launching a routine investigation because it received complaints <laughs> that the shot was too quick and they didn't get to see the other boob to see if they matched. <laughs> Messages left with Jackson's record company and her personal pubicist were not returned this morning. MTV, CBS's corporate cousin in Viacom and partner in crime, issued a contrite statement. Well, I already read that. Which it apologized, saying the incident was unrehearsed unplanned, completely unintentional, and was just inconsistent with assurances we had about the content of the performance. At the end of the press release, though, it said, do you believe us? We... Tinkerbell said he did not intend to expose Jackson's breast. <laughs> In fact, maybe he thought that the stunt was that it was really Michael and there wouldn't be any breast at all underneath that uh, thing. 
I'm sorry that anyone was offended by the wardrobe malfunction during the halftime performance of the Super Bowl, Tinkerbell said in a statement. It was not intentional and is regrettable. Wade said CBS officials attended rehearsals of the show all week, and there was no indication any such thing would happen. This is that uh, we already had this part. It's unlikely that MTV will produce another Super Bowl halftime ever. Those bastards, those miserable perverts, over-the-air TV channels cannot air obscene material at any time and cannot air indecent material between 6 a.m. and 10 p.m. The FCC defines obscene material as describing sexual conduct in a patently offensive way and lacking serious literary, artistic, political, or scientific value. Indecent material is not as offensive but still contains references to sex or excretions. Now, let me ask you something. Yeah. Was her uh, booby excreting anything? Now, uh, let me squeeze it and see if it does. Indecent. I mean, how does it even fit into the definition? In an interview posted on MTV.com the days before the show, Jackson's choreographer, Gil Dildo, Gil Dildo, talked about the show saying she's more stylized, more feminine, she's more a woman as she dances this time around. There are, I can't read what that says. Somebody has censored this, I think. There's something in there, too. There's something in there. And it's not breast milk. So there you go. The FCC is investigating thoroughly. So rest assured, America, those of you having a nervous breakdown, because a partial naked booby was on the Super Bowl last night with billions of people around. Do you know how the rest of the world is laughing at us again? They're all going to laugh at you. Oh, back during Penisgate, when uh, all that stuff about Bubba and the blowjobs was going on. Remember that group, Bubba and the blowjobs? (laughs) And the rest of the world was saying, are you people kidding me? You're impeaching the president because you got a couple of blowjobs? You people have to be insane. You puritanical lunatics, you religious nuts, you God squad, uh, you, you Jesus freaks. And, of course, they were... Absolutely correct, sir. <laughs> oh, brother, I, I'm serious. It makes me weak when I read crap like that. Of course, it's good obfuscation anyway. It takes the pie, and it's obviously had a tremendous effect. We're going to break every record we ever had on our website today. In fact, Eric said he was getting an overload. I think he was talking about how much he ate during the Super Bowl last night, but he said he's getting an overload. Ever have an overload? Squirt, squirt, sure. All the time. So there you go. America is obsessed from... Uh, maybe they've been awakened from their sexual uh, puritanism. Maybe they've been finally awakened to realize that maybe nudity on TV isn't such a bad idea. And that all this, you know, dancing around the edges, Survivor Island this, Survivor and all this other crap. We don't want to see all that crap. We don't want to see real world, uh, real people. Uh, make, we want to see real naked people on TV over the air. Not, not on cable, not on satellite. We want over the air naked people now by 8 o'clock tonight. Right? You bet. All right. In fact, if ABC would bring that back, that who's hot or are you hot or whatever that wasn't, it? are you hot? Right. And have all hot. those people start naked and get rid of your buddy there. Uh, what's his name? Lorenzo Lamas. Lorenzo Lamas. Get rid of Lorenzo and his llamas. Uh, that should have a 90 share easy. Right. Guaranteed. I'll produce it. And you can go out and find the talent. All right. I'll be the scout. 26 past noon at 560 WQM. EF Tire and Auto Repair are people you can trust your car to. You know, you open up the yellow pages to auto repair and you got 80 billion, maybe not 80, but about 30, man. 30 billion different people that you want to take care of your car and God only knows what they'll do to it and how they'll rip you off. You can trust EF Tire and Auto Repair. They're at 5083 North Federal Highway, just a mile and a half north of Sample Road in prestigious Pompano Beach where they're having that free spaghetti dinner at Pompano Park tonight. At EF Tarrant Auto Repair, experience the difference that experience makes. All EF mechanics know their stuff. They're certified technicians, current with all the latest technology, and most have been with the EF team for nearly 20 years. Some have been there. About 
30, man. The EF team has over 200 combined years of experience. And no job is too big or too small at EF, whether it's a blown fuse, a blown engine, anything in between. From a 73 Toyota to an 04 Bentley, EF Tire Auto Repair does it all for you. All jobs are meticulously, thoroughly, carefully double-checked for accuracy by the shop foreman, and every car is cleaned upon completion of work. EF honors most extended warranties, and they offer you while you wait service on most repairs, too. EF Tarrant Auto Repair, 5083 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. Be sure to ask about their 90-day same-as-cash no interest credit card when you talk to these folks. Call them at 954-426-9926. That's 954-426-9926. Be sure and tell them that perverted old Neil told you to call EF Tarrant Auto Repair, nationally recognized as one of the most successful auto repair facilities in the entire U.S. of A. At EF, their motto is, nobody cares more and nobody nowhere will work harder to earn your business. Like a decent mate A crock hunter got to be masculine But don't make your son crocodile din din Unfit parent I don't think it When you grow up surrounded by reptiles Trust your dad, he's done this a while It's just living with crocodiles Isn't it exactly your normal lifestyle? I never have a chance to say goodbye To my mom before I'm cross food she could say, the baby, the baby said, don't eat my head. The baby, the baby said, too young to be dead. The baby, the baby said, hey dad, that's bad. The baby, the baby said, I thought that I was more than a snack. Trump 31, you know who uh, I miss had on this morning? Bernadette no. Castro. Really? I thought it was a good match. She's a gator, by the way, speaking of that bit I just played. Okay. That's what made me think of that. Bernadette Castro, she's not selling those, she's not pitching those, uh, sofas no more. What's she doing? She's working for uh, Governor Pataki. Oh. She's a Republican, what a surprise, huh? And he was just ripping Hillary in ass. That grumpy, uh, grouchy old Imus with his 80 billion dollars. Doesn't do him any good though. Mm -mm. He's still the same piece of crap. 651 votes and it's 1230. Are, are you prepared for this? Yeah. We are getting a response on that website, Alexa, which, I mean, I guarantee Eric will probably be able to retire after the show today. <laughs> he might make a buck and a half. It is phenomenal. And why? Is it because of those brilliant news stories that I worked my slave to find for you? No. No. Is it because the hot couples contest is getting started now? No. No. Is it because of those nifty cartoons that you emailed Eric that we got on there? No. No. Is it because of that bush thing with the uh, the buttons and all that stuff? No. No. It's because we got Janet Jackson's titty. <laughs> and I checked some of the other titty. websites, and I got to hand it. See, you owe Eric a real apology. Seriously, you were ragging on him so bad this morning. I, he, I wouldn't be surprised if he just says, screw it, you know, even though it is a labor of love. Screw it. Right? Right. Because even though he oh, he slept in a little bit, it was Super Bowl night last night. I slept an extra 15 minutes because I stayed up an extra hour after the game watching uh, WSBK in Boston on my uh, digital cable where they had coverage from WBZ. So I was up real late. I only slept an extra 15 minutes. But in Eric's case, when you weigh 600 pounds, it takes a while to like, you know, when a big bear, you know, starts rustling around a little bit in the about 3 in the afternoon. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Starts moving around a little bit and starts trying to take a deep breath, you know, like getting a little fresh air so we can crawl out of its uh, cave. 
that, that's the deal with Eric. But once he gets going, man, there's no stopping him, no holding him back. 651 votes. Which of these is most important to you? It's a damn good thing I had a juicy pull like this today, you know, with this kind of response. Damn good. I mean, on a day when we don't have any audience, which is most days, why even bother? FC to launch probe of breast-bearing incident. There it is on CNN. For a celebration instead, that celebration was tainted by a classless, crass, and deplorable stunt. Our nation's children, parents, and citizens deserve better. He went on to say, <laughs> I expected the commission like to Brittany. open an immediate... I beg your pardon? Uh, yeah, we deserve better, like Brittany getting the... Yeah, we deserve better. Brittany naked, that's right, and Tom Brady up there with her celebrating after the game, doing the old boogaloo. The boogaloo? <laughs> the old boogaloo, that's right. Remember Babaloo? He's dead. Anyway, this thing is like so wild now, I can't. I, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said anything, because I've given myself a canary. Mm-hmm. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five. I want to have one dolphin fan call in and say, "Nice job, Patriots! Congratulations, Dean. We know you've been a Patriot fan for about seven or eight years now, long before Tom Brady was ever even hatched." And uh, nice going, Avery. It was a great game, huh? I mean, the game was the best game ever. And unfortunately, and of course, this is good for Dolphin fans because now they have something else to talk about, as if there wasn't any game at all, and as if the Patriots hadn't won the Super Bowl two out of the last three years. Just have the decency to say, "Great job!" And by the way, where can we see the other booby? Something. little class. Just a little class. We don't expect a lot of class from South Florida. Just a little teeny tiny class. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Oh, I love the Patriots, uh, even though I am a Dolphin fan. I've been down here for a long time, but the Patriots played a great game. I agree with you. Wouldn't you think that most people in South Florida, since being uh, Dolphin fans, if they are, would have been for the AFC team, right? Absolutely. But I think that there's a lot of jealousy involved there. Yeah, it's definitely a jealous thing. You know how like the they uh, they can't admit it. Uh, you know the better team won basically. By far. I mean, when you win 15 games in a row, it's not a fluke. Ask the 72 Dolphins. Absolutely. And Neil, I just wanted to. I heard you mention that show. I'm too hot. Yeah. I used to be on that show. I'm very hot. I'm very sexy. Yeah. And uh, I just wanted to promote. I have a website coming out. Yeah. I, I, it's it's uh, I'm too hot dot com. Reverend Jones lives. <laughs> You're right. He's got a boyfriend now. That's good. Mm-hmm. Keep him off the streets. Keep him away from the track. Five six seven oh five six. You see, he kept waiting for me to hang up on him, and I wouldn't do mm-hmm. it. That's why I kept pausing. Right. Exactly. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't bite. WQM. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, if Tom Brady would let you, would you fillet him? Yes. Would you? Was that Would you? Oh, he didn't want to answer. See, he's first in line. Sure, why not? Was that a trick question or something? <laughs> no, it's just a trick. If Tom Brady would let me. Are you, are you out of your mind, sir? Do you have any idea of the females that are just crying and pawing and just falling all over his body and in front of him and behind him and in between him and up inside of him now? It was funny because during the, the pregame thing, when I had about a 15-minute blurb about Brady, and his former roommate from uh, Michigan from college, Said he couldn't even get a date when he was in school, and now, of course, every female on the planet just wants a piece of him, you know? The answer, sir, is a very enthusiastic yes! Yes! Okay? Do I have to think hard about that? No. The answer is yes. And now that guy's just squeezing it, going nuts. WQAM, hello. Good afternoon, Neil. Good afternoon, sir. Congratulations. I am, I, I am a Dolphin fan since uh, 1967, and right. they were the better team. And on a second note, what is the big deal? I didn't see the Janet Jackson thing. I have to go watch it because i got to see it. Who cares? Right. Viacom owns CBS. Viacom owns MTV. They can yell at each other. 
Who right. cares? Yeah, but now Michael Pollock here is man. The FCC, they're going to get to the bottom of this. Oh, my God. So, so who's going to pay the fine? Big damn deal. So exactly. well, all these conservative people need to go stick their head up their ass. Including Michael deal. Powell. <laughs> he sounds a little bit pissed off. I like that. I like your spirit, pal. You're my kind of guy. I'll tell you that right away. Well, I don't mean my kind of guy. Pissed off gets me fired up when I hear someone say that. That kind of guy. Incensed over these religious, these fundamentalist lunatics who are destroying America and making us. In fact, I got a great story slouching toward uh, theocracy. Okay. What a great. Well, I'm not going to do it right this second. Damn it. But I got it. And then okay. from TomPain.com by Bill Berkowitz, longtime political observer and columnist. Slouching toward theocracy about the Bushies and about this whole... See, I'm going to say it again, and you, you're not going to believe it if you if you don't want to, but it's the truth. If you're a multimillionaire or if you're a part of the God Squad, those people are the ones who should support Bush. Everybody else should be running like crazy for anybody else. That's, of course, part of the God Squad, and you don't need a job. Oh. Is that it? Yeah. Here's the uh, result right now in the poll. Which of these is most important to you? Presidential election 246. Thank God this respectable audience has got that one on top. <laughs> 688 votes. 688 votes and it's 1238 in the afternoon. Are you believing this? Staggering. Can you handle it? You better tie yourself right into that chair, man. Like in a straitjacket. Okay. Tape. Presidential election 246. My next orgasm, 193. When will I see Janet Jackson's other teat, 141? Will the Dolphins make the playoffs next season? Uh, no. 32. Where are those WMDs, 21? Will I go to heaven, 19? Will the government take away my guns, 14? And now it's just, uh, you better read the rest of them, because mine is just refreshing. And yeah, it is mine. Uh, doing stuff. Oh, no, just change again. Will the U.S. allow gays to marry eight? Will the Panthers make the playoffs this season? Seven. Possible, but unlikely. Will I burn in hell? Seven. Out of 701 votes. Oh, oh my God. I'm weak at the knees. Oh. From Michael Powell and the FCC. The freaking, you know what I got to play? The FCC song. There you go. As corny Ancient. as it is. Right. That oh, brother. What, what is this? Hello. I'm Lowry Mays. And I'm Del Kennard, chairman Hello. of the FCC. <laughs> I forgot about that one. But you know the one I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the original, the off-key, uh, horrendous. Right. It, it, it just fits so perfect. Michael Powell is outraged, and they want to know America to know that they're going to look into this thing now, and they're mm -hmm. going to find out why the hell we only saw it for just a half a second and we didn't see both boobies. In addition to which, they're faking. Now, that constitutes an interesting question. Some of the legal minds out there, some of the better legal scholars better figure this out, especially before they start finding them 50 bucks or whatever it's going to be. Not dirty, mm -hmm. man. Do fake boobies really constitute nudity because it's not for real? That would be like a stunt penis. Oh, I got you know a I mean? lawyer. I already asked a lawyer that. Like a dildo. Because the, the offensive thing is the nipple. So it doesn't oh, matter. Oh, is it of, really? Yeah. Since yeah. when? That, that's the edict. In addition to which, and I know I've said this before, men, most of them, not all of them, most men have nipples. Yeah. Okay? Harry. No, not always. But at any rate, men have nipples. Why is it that a woman's nipple is so much more verboten? Because something comes out of it, potentially. Yeah. Oh, something comes out of a man's, too, if you bite hard enough. It's called blood. <laughs> 20 till 1 at 560 WQM. Hey, guys, last time you looked at it, you decided it's just too small. It doesn't impress women. It doesn't last as long as it used to. We're talking, of course, about your paycheck. Call Fast Train toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN to start your new high-paying computer career. By the way, did I ever mention I'd like to put my foot up Todd Drex's ass? Not lately. 
In just four short months, Fast Train can help you get a new high-paying computer career. The demand for computer professionals is growing like crazy. Sure, a lot faster. It's growing faster than Todd. Pick up the phone and call Fast Train today, toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. With seven locations, Fast Train's bound to have a campus nearby you. Fast Train offers you job placement, financial assistance for people who qualify. With day, night, and weekend classes, there's no excuse to stay in that dead-end job another minute. If you register now, you can have that new high-paying career in just four short months. Count them if you can. Call Fast Train because now you, too, can have the big one. You can check them out on the web first at FastTrain.com and then make that call and change your life and get you a big, impressive paycheck and get a life. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Live and local. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Everyone. Are you... What are we gonna do? I say, Tucker, we are all being screwed. I say, listen, why is this happening to us? We want the MCC to get off our butts. Tucker, there's no place for us now. Even DJs are all down in the mouth. You can listen, but now you won't find any words that will corrupt your mind. No fun to be censored by the FCC. No fun to be censored by the FCC. There'll be nothing left for us to enjoy. We'll soon be playing with children's toys. No fun to be censored by the FCC. No, no fun to be censored by the FCC. They want us to be clean. They think they know what we should feel. They try to dictate to us what is real. Young and old, please listen to us. I say, young and old, please don't put up a fuss. Help a petition, the FCC. But you must help us with one thing. Neil Rogers can't do it all by himself. Let's all help him. Don't put it up on the shelf. Let the FCC know just how you feel. And maybe we'll get this unjust law repealed. FCC, what are you doing to us? FCC, what are you doing to us? Did she say feces? Our ratings will fly. In fact, they might die because of the FCC. You want to ban what we can do. FCC, you ban what we can say. You've even tried to ban the record that the DJs I am talking to you, I said people Let's stand and fight for what's true Send your letter into so far So we can tell the FCC what Neanderthals they are Neil Rogers and so far are on your side People, we have nothing to hide Young and girls, get your opinions out And maybe the FCC will stay out In the evening now, no one knows what works drives them insane. We all have the FCC to blame. <laughs> FCC, go away. FCC, get off 
<laughs> Always careful not to step on that. We play that about once a year. It's uh, really campy, you know. From Zeta. Was, hey, well, no, it was not Zeta. It was WYNC. It was before Zeta. Really? Wow, that old. Back when we had a nine-share twelve-plus on uh, WYNC, yeah, Zillion years ago. Frank Axelacato, our good friend, and uh, his crowd, whoever the hell they were. Well, they don't want to take credit for that one. Twelve forty-nine, and also wasting away in Hallandale. I was a great era man. Wins and Zeta, all of these things. Big Arnie says that was the best Super Bowl I've ever seen. Nice going, Arnie. You go, boy. Seven hundred and forty-four votes on that poll. I just, I'm not Staggering. ready for this, you know. It is enough to just make me want to squat on the ground here and just drop a gigantic load. Anyway, Bill Berkowitz, this will make you drop a load. Slouching toward theocracy. Remember the government's faith-based uh, faith-based initiative? One of President uh, W's gifts to his conservative Christian supporters. This week marks the third anniversary of the initiative, which, after being opposed by both liberals and conservatives and losing its director, faded into obscurity. But make no mistake, the president marches on in his drive to shift social programs from government to religious groups. After all, as Stephen Mansfield writes in the introduction to his recently published book, The Faith of George W. Bush, no one in recent memory has pounded that pulpit for religion's role in government quite like the 43rd president. Bush's unapologetic religious tone and his willingness to speak of being called to the presidency of a God who rules in the affairs of men and of the U.S. owing her origin to providence also separates him from recent predecessors. Since launching the White House Office of Faith-Based and Community Initiatives, OFBCI, three years ago, executive orders have been issued. Centers for Faith-Based and Community Initiatives were established at seven federal agencies, the Departments of Justice, Agriculture, Education, Labor, Health and Human Services, Housing and Urban Development, and the Agency for International Development. Websites were created. Technical assistance and guidebooks helped religious groups apply for government funds, and billions were earmarked for faith-based institutions. It hasn't all been smooth sailing for Team Bush. While many conservatives eventually got on board, liberals continued to object to what they characterized as violations of the separation of church and state and the potential discriminatory hiring practices by religious organizations fundamentally opposed to hiring gays and lesbians. John DeLulio, the longtime criminologist and political science, uh, scientist hired to run the OFBCI, resigned after six months and later was the subject of an Esquire magazine interview highly critical of the administration. A major crisis developed when the Washington Post revealed that the administration officials tried to solicit support from the Salvation Army by offering a firm commitment that any legislation would allow religious organizations to sidestep state and local anti-discrimination measures barring discriminatory hiring practices on the basis of sexual orientation. And Congress is still batting zero when it comes to a comprehensive faith-based legislative package. On balance, however, Team Bush has achieved much more than most people think. On January 15, the White House issued a press release boasting seven milestones for the president's initiative. As originally conceived, Bush's faith-based initiative was to be the centerpiece of his administration's domestic agenda, spearheading the final attack on the New Deal and the war on poverty, transferring a host of government programs from government agencies to the religious sector. Through reports and executive orders, the administration has laid the groundwork for doling out money to religious institutions. Under the principle of equal treatment, the administration is trying to eliminate regulatory and administrative barriers that effectively discriminate against faith-based and community groups in the federal grants process. Funding continues to flow from Washington for services delivered by faith-based institutions. Last year, the president unveiled an initiative aimed at monitoring, I'm sorry, at mentoring children of prisoners, along with a $600 million program to help addicted Americans find needed treatment for the most effective programs, including faith-based institutions. And last September, HUD received $8 billion for housing programs and HHS nearly $20 billion for social service programs, a portion of which are competitive grants, thus allowing religious institutions to bid to provide services. 
The administration also discovered religious hiring rights, another way of skirting anti-discrimination laws while providing backdoor support for faith-based organizations. Despite the Salvation Army controversy, the White House is steadfast in its efforts to give faith-based organizations the right to discriminate in their hiring practices. At least two pieces of legislation with religious hiring rights provisions were under consideration by Congress last year. The School Readiness Act of 2003, H.R. 2210, allows religious organizations providing Head Start services to discriminate in their hiring practices. That bill is now before the Senate Education Committee. The $4 billion Workforce Reinvestment and Adult Education Act passed by the full House on a party-line 220-204 vote uh, included a similar exemption of faith-based groups. In November, the Senate removed the employer discrimination exemption. It's now in conference. And now Florida Governor Jeb Bush has caught his brother zeal for the role of faith-based groups in government. This past Christmas Eve, the governor presided over the opening of the nation's first full-fledged faith-based prison. The governor participated in the dedication ceremonies featuring a Roman Catholic mass and speeches by Bush and several clergy members that officially opened the remodeled Law Lati Correctional Institute. The prison works with inmates convicted of felonies such as burglary, holdups, car thefts, and assaults, and 80% of them are within three years of release. Inmates represent at least 26 different religious faiths, including Roman Catholics, Protestant Jews, Muslims, Jehovah's Witnesses, Seventh-day Adventists, Mormons, Rastafarians, adherents of American Indian beliefs, and Buddhists. This is not just fluffy policy. This is serious policy, Governor Bush told the London Daily Telegraph. Americans United for Separation of Church and State are taking the governor seriously. In mid-January, the Watchdog Group filed a Freedom of Information request with the Florida Department of Corrections to learn more about the program. Given the windfall of federal funding directed toward faith organizations, groups committed to the separation of church and state will have their work cut out for them. The omnibus spending bill contains $100 million for the Access to Recovery Drug Treatment Program announced, $50 million for the mentoring of children of prisoners, and $48 million for the Compassion Capital Fund. And the initiative is spreading to the states. By the end of January, Team Bush expected at least 20 governors would have faith-based offices or liaisons. In addition, the U.S. Conference of Mayors has opened a faith-based office as of 180 mayors, including the mayors of Philadelphia, Miami, San Diego, and Denver. It may just be that involving faith-based groups in the delivery of social services is a trend quietly sweeping the country. So there you go. God bless America. Oh, God. Enough to make you want to crap in your pants. But the FCC is going to take care of things on radio and TV. Have no fear, because Michael uh, uh, Powell is here. Michael and his oozing Powells. Can, can you get over that? Uh, uh, no. A government reaction. I mean, it wasn't bad enough the thing with Bono, you know. I mean, for first of all, if you watch sporting events live, especially hockey games, which you don't watch, but if you watch hockey games and they have the the mics hanging low over the sure. ice, so you can hear the sound of the sticks and the pucks and the right. hits on the boards. And you hear every F word and SH word and every word that's ever been invented. Um, how many times an hour? About 30, At man. least. At least. Nobody gets all bent out of shape about that because I guess it's sports. But the bearing of Janet Jackson's breast yesterday wasn't the sport they had in mind, okay? It ruffled some of those pigskins up there in Washington with the God Squad. And Michael Powell and the FCC are right there to make sure a major investigation is going to be held. And your tax dollars are going to pay for it, by the way. Yay. Major investigation. We're going to find out who was behind it. What the hell was that thing really on her nipple? Uh, was Justin in on it? I wouldn't right. surprise. It wouldn't surprise me if they fry his ass, to which I would say, all right. All right. Yeah, he was right. the one Let's who blamed him. Well, it wasn't her fault. She didn't whip it out. That's right. He, he she was just uh, dancing and singing and juking and jiving and doing her thing, she trying just, to sell her CD. She just put jewelry on it because she had a hot date later. That's right. And he just whipped it right off of there. Shame on you, pervert. 
1256 at 560 WQM. You gotta laugh, man. You huh? can't cry. You gotta laugh. It's a panic. It's a hoot. It's a hooter. Hey, if you're thinking of buying a new car or truck, well, if you want to save a ton of cash, I invite you to visit Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. Located on US 1, 20 minutes south of the 836, Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead is worth the drive no matter where you are to save a crapload of cash on brand new Toyotas. Check out these great prices. An 04 Corolla loaded including air that you own for just $12,990. An 04 Camry with air automatic and lots more, just $16,990. Need a truck? How about the 04 Toyota Tundra, the safest truck in America, from just $14,990. And when you buy your new vehicle at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead, you get a free SunPass. These were the first guys in the area to offer you free tires and batteries for life. General Manager David Rich and the entire staff will do whatever it takes to put you in a brand new spanking Toyota today. Experience the Armstrong Toyota of Homestead difference. They're locally owned and operated, and they're committed to 100% customer satisfaction. The service department is open late weeknights till 8 p.m. to make sure your service work is done and done right. Conveniently located at the U.S. 1, 293rd Street in Homestead, just 20 easy minutes south of the 836. So if you're tired, if you're nauseous with those mega dealers who overpromise and underdeliver, then this is the place for you. Call our friend David Rich, Armstrong's Toyota Homestead GM, right now at 305-242-3247. 305-242-3247, Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. Drive a little and save a crap load of cash on that brand new Toyota. My, my and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM. Hi, all my favorite Republicans. This is Matt Drudge. And it's time for the... Excuse me, uploading. It's time once again for the Neil Rogers... One to two. Power. <laughs> WQM Mad Dog at 2, the Hopper from Vegas at 4. Here's a fax from Lewis in Miami Beach. Could someone please explain to me how the team that choked the Super Bowl away is getting more credit and respect than the team that won? What? I don't know. Makes no sense to me. Carolina gets a few fluke offensive plays. Their coach chokes. Their kicker chokes. Their defense led by former... This is crap, man. They played a great game, Carolina. Jesus, I'm not a Patriots fan, he says, but I can give credit where credit is due. I don't hear anybody uh, taking anything away from the Patriots, except maybe Mo. Absolutely. If they were lucky, you know, they're always lucky. 
Hey, Lewis, calm down, okay? Let's see. In conclusion, Dolphins. <laughs> Dolphins 0-16 next year. Life is beautiful. Speaking of faxes. Yes. Lady in Del Rey, who is trying for the third yes. time to fax a nine-page not-funny fax. Please stop. Oh. Hey, you. Lady in Del Rey, stop trying to waste our fax paper, okay? We hate that crap. We faxed her back, begging her to stop, and here it comes again. Oh, no. Bitch. Art says CBS hired uh, aired a promo during the Super Bowl for its show Two and a Half Men. Apparently about a couple of guys raising a young kid. In it, they show the kid sitting at the kitchen table while an attractive woman reaches up to the top of a kitchen cabinet, exposing her bare ass thong, I presume it says. Her bare ass. Rectum. They then show a reaction shot of the kid, and the announcer comes back with some snappy repartee about the show. Says it got my attention. Evidently, ass is okay, but a teat with a pasty is not. The ass was much more attractive than that squished implant. <laughs> Good point, Art. And then he's got another one, another website. Well, I'll stick it over here, okay? Stick it. Now we do have the uh, we we have a still shot, the big uh, the big one on there, right? Because the uh, animation was uh, part the of the animation problem. was screwing up the website. So but got... Eric's going to have a link to the animated one mm -hmm. and also to the close up. So those of you who are right. really, really, I mean, desperate, who I just want to the, sit uh... there and stare mm -hmm. at a big. Pa I just want to read. No, I just uh, the squished implant. Yeah, I, I liked his uh, verbiage. I had put that yeah. aside. And a squished implant with a uh, thing over it, over uh -huh. the a nipple. What is it again? A piercing. Well, not just a generic piercing. What is that? No, it's a very a elaborate star, two part. It's a starfish. Whatever the hell it is. And sit there <laughs> and stare at that else. while rubbing yourself raw with a, a, bill, a brillo pad, or even better yet, with an SOS pad. Uh, have a good time. Okay, it'll all be there on our website because it's politics and perversion. That's the deal now in 2004, and we're going to give you lots more. And right? That's what they want. Perverted politician. Perverted politician, That'll which is what we already got. We don't want to get too serious because tomorrow's that uh, heavy-duty primary day. <laughs> and two caucuses. One of them, I think, his name is Michael. Those those perverted primaries? Which of these is most important to you? That's our poll question. We have 812 votes. Holy crap, man. Can you believe it? We might break a 1,000 during the show. Now, we did break, when you were on vacation one week, we did break 900. Remember, Josh? Yes, we did. Yeah, we broke 900 one week when, uh, I think when the Beast was sitting in there. I think most of them were just protesting that he was in there. Or maybe most were just happy that you were getting some time off. Probably that, yeah. Well, I said that in a very, uh, you know, generous way. I didn't say we were happy that you weren't there. They might have been there. Which of these is most important to you? The presidential ele uh, election, 287. They're whipped up about that erection. My next orgasm, 223, which several might be working on right now. We're looking at that, uh, what is it again? That um, squished implant. Well, I want to make sure I get it right. <laughs> Thanks, Art. When will I see Janet Jackson's other booby, TD, 164? And by the way, Michael Powell at the FCC says, don't be making fun of this. This is serious business, man. That's one serious fake uh, squished booby. 164. Want to know when they see the other one? See if it's a match pair, a match set. Will the Dolphins make the playoffs next season? 38. No. We already know the answer. Where are those WMDs, 29? Well, I go to heaven, 28. And who am I going to be hanging with up there? And what will the food be like? Will it be kosher? It better be. Will it be trafe? Yeah, it better be kosher up there, okay? Those of you who don't like deli, forget about it. That's what it said in the brochure. Go out and screw your neighbor's wife and go to hell, because if you like deli, if you don't like deli, you don't want to be going up there. Will the government take away my gun, 17? I worried about that. In fact, they're probably polishing it right now. Was it, will I burn in hell, 10? Will the Panthers make the playoffs this season? No. Nine. And will the U.S. allow gays to marry... 
eight out of 823 votes. You're right. We can make a thousand. Let's put the big push on. What do you say? All right. For a thousand. If we don't make a thousand by two o'clock, George will be on for the next six weeks in a row. Every day. Not just on this show, on every show. <laughs> on every station. <laughs> oh. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound five, sixty on the AT&T. And Verizon Wireless Line turned into a wonderful day. Did I tell you that right before the show? <laughs> oh. That's right. You were happy? No, well, I was till I sat down here, till I realized that Eric was screwing up. But, boy, he's sure making up for it now, man. He is working overtime. He realizes he effed up. He understands, but he's not going to do it again. No more sleeping in late. He's going to be getting up 4 or 5 in the morning now to work feverishly on this because it's a labor of love. WQM, hello. Hey, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. What's up? How you doing? Oh, not too bad. Hey, um, I'm not buying a whole uh, Janet Jackson uh, appearance, period. I think it's it's the whole Jackson clan stirring up the... the stirring mother. the pot. Exactly. I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if she was drinking some Jesus juice before she went up there on stage. <laughs> All right, man. Take care. Good luck to you, pal. You'll need it. Zion America, man. As they say in Little Havana, Zion America. Know what they say? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. If you tune in late, we got the big hot couples contest going this week, which ties right in there with uh, Janet Jackson's squishy implant. Hopefully, you got better boobies if you're going to send us some uh, nude pictures. Right. Dates to submit entries now through February thirteenth. You can email your pictures to contest at neilrogers.com. Also, any personal messages you want to relate to Miguel, feel free to do that. Contest at neilrogers.com. If you didn't get in your stuff on time from our best of this year, any other year, just send him a little note along. He'll be pleased to get it, and he'll probably confabulate back with you. Contest to block your emails so at neilrogers.com and make sure that uh, your firstborn is uh, killed. Dates to vote for the hottest couple will be the week of February 16th. I'm, I'm kind of forgetting being senile and ancient. Um, we just put them up there as we get them, right? Right. That's where do we not? Huh? That's how we did it before. Well, we're, that's how we're going to do it now. We put them up there, and then then uh, we don't. But we don't let you vote until we get them all together, right? Right. Well, we can't because we don't want to give anybody a head, a head start. start. No. Right. That would be unfair. I mean, the fact that they're going to have 85 of their friends voting 10,000 times each. Like I said, we have no control over that. We want to make a disclaimer right off the bat. If somebody appears to be getting 40 million votes and they look like crap, well, maybe maybe that's in looking like crap. There's hope for all of us. The couple with the most votes wins their choice of vote one of these two prizes: a trip for two to hedonism in Jamaica, or uh-huh. Trip for two to the Royal Oasis Casino in the Bahamas, and the second place the runner-up gets to whichever trip is left over. They get leftovers, and the third place prize a dinner for two to the Pizza Loft, which will not be leftovers. It'll be your actual meal that you order right off the menu. How about fourth place, just leftovers at the Loft? Uh, you get to go with Rimmer. And he'll we used to do that at Michigan State. There was a great restaurant, Coral Gables was the name of it, which had nothing to do with Coral Gables, Florida, I don't think, but it was called the Gables. Okay. And it was a bar and the pizza joint. And what we do, because it was always packed on the weekends, they were packing it there. And so, because we get impatient going, and of course, being college wise asses, you always have to do something just totally unacceptable. So we would take, like, people would leave, like, crust and stuff on their, on the uh, tables after they left. And we would, like, go around while we were waiting and waiting for our order to get filled. We'd, you know, grab a crust here and a crust there. You, right? What? I'm serious. We used to do that back in our day. Of course, we also were <laughs> drinking a lot of Meister Brown to wash it down. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. We're going to start a campaign to take CBS off the air. Not MTV because they got some good flesh on there, but CBS is going off the air. 
WQM, hello. Is George my friend? WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Tom Brady looked like out there. He's prancing like a fudge packer. Yeah, well, pack this, okay? You only wish. You only wish you had the uh, the beautiful, lovely, whatever he's got, whoever they are and whatever they are, whatever they got, just hanging all over your ass. Jealous putts. Five, six, seven. It looks to me like we're just about out of call here today. That's pretty sad. Oh, they're all busy on the website. Is that it? They're busy with each other? I was going to say with themselves, and, uh, but maybe with and, each other. And pull at the same time. Five six seven oh five sixty power five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. The line one, there's something I don't know. See what I mean? Hi. I knew it. Hi. Who I am? Hi. Yeah, how you doing? See, it wasn't even ringing. I always know when a line one is messed up. Inappropriate that it was on there. You know the it. WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, what are you gonna do when Bush releases the WMDs? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Yeah, maybe you can stick some of them up your rectum. That would be good. God, they're all out there, aren't they? And guess what? He ain't gonna release any. Well, some of they already said they don't have any. It would be kind of like suspect now at this late date to say, "Oh, gee, look what we just found." I don't, would anybody believe it? No, no. Only that asshole would believe it. See, I told you. Oh, look at that internal server error again. I better stop talking about that because every time yeah. I do it, all of a sudden Give it just it a goes, rest. it goes on overload. Give poor Eric a rest, okay? How are we going to make a thousand though if we, uh. Well, that's right. We can't make a thousand. And like I said, hop on it. <laughs> that's why they're hopping on it. Well, I, I say so much crap, I forget most of it anyway, huh? Which is probably just as well. What? Hey, 12 minutes after one, it's like a wife, you know, they say so much crap and you try to forget about 99% of it. Hey, President's Day is less than two weeks away, except the one line about, oh, I forgot to take the pill, honey. President's Day is less than two weeks away, and that means that these mall stores and showrooms are going to be running the same phony mattress sales they run every year at this time. You know the sales where they double the price and say, hey, we're going to give you half off. Big stinking deal. If you really want rock-bottom prices at the best uh, mattresses 365 days a year, then pick up the phone and call 1-800-MATTRESS. That's the number for the good folks at Dial-A-Mattress. No phony sales, no BS, just every day unbeatable rock-bottom prices on the complete line of the top makers in the universe. They got them all. They got Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, Tempur-Pedic, and Stearns and Bananas Foster. Choose from dozens of models at low everyday discount prices. You can rest easy and enjoy a great night's sleep with one simple call, 1-800-MATTRESS. Why anybody in their right mind would go to those bedding and department stores and help pay for that big overhead, I have no idea. So don't be a schmuck like them. Call our friends at Dollar Mattress, 1-800-MATTRESS. Only Dollar Mattress lets you choose the two-hour delivery window that meets your schedule any day, seven days a week, from 8 in the a.m. till 10 p.m. Dollar Mattress is proud of their overall customer satisfaction record, too. With low prices, same-day delivery, free setup and removal, it's easy for anyone to see. Even a president could figure it out why Dollar Mattress is ranked number one in customer satisfaction. So what are you waiting for? Call them today. You'll be sleeping like a baby as soon as tonight, like I've been doing for years. George, Brian, Miguel, uh, Boca, Brian, whoever the hell they are, Fat Boy, they've all been calling 1-800-MATTRESS, getting a great night's sleep every night. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. What do you say? Or online, it's mattress.com. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Mama with the big gazongs, cans, jugs, cantaloupes, sweats are full of hoots. Top heavy hemispheres, flesh melons, warm your ears, gobs, stoppers, creamers, dingies, triple D balloons. Memories I desire, the 
enchiladas, you can't stop us now, we got our lungs, raisins, doozy zits, Monty Python's naughty bits, fog light, snack tray, big bumpers, heavy sway, dueling banjos, that's not all, double pluffer cannonballs. Calories, I desire, no matter what you call them, we still love to mull them. Calories, I desire, here's a little ditty, could be love oh. Okay, calm down. 117 at 560 WQM. Two suicide bombers with explosives wired at their bodies struck the offices of the country's two main Kurdish parties in nearly simultaneous attacks in Iraq yesterday, killing at least 56 people, wounding more than 235 in the deadliest assault in Iraq in six months. Elsewhere, an American soldier was killed and 12 were wounded in a rocket attack on a logistics base in Balad, 50 miles north of Baghdad. You know, like I said uh, last week, it's just, they're just numbers now. No names, no nothing. They're just numbers, and the toll just keeps mounting and mounting, and pretty soon it'll be 600, and then it'll be 700, and then yeah. it'll be 1,000 before you know it. Anybody care? No. Not really. Not unless it's in their family. Not unless it's somebody they care about. Let's see. Brian says, Ray Tinkerbell and Janet Jackson. Next week is the Pro Bowl. <laughs> oh, this is great. Brian says, I can't wait to see what Tony Bennett does to Katie Lang. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. How are we doing on that 1,000 votes? I don't know. We got 870. Need 130 in 41 minutes. So we can do that easy. A lot easier than we can getting any calls here now. Look at that phone. Pretty damn deadly. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. WQM, hello. Hi, hello. Uh, Neil and George, how are you today? Okay, sir, you're a medley of our call. You're in. <laughs> um, I heard last night on one of the, the news channels an off the offhand remark that Off color remark? Yeah, off color. Uh, you hear that all the time. Um, that Dean has taken more money from lobbyists than any other uh, candidate in history. Now, that sounds a little ridiculous to me. but no, I, I, I thought they were saying Kerry took all of that money, not Dean. Right. I heard they, they said Dean took it. I also no, heard no Dean. Dean. No Dean was saying that about Kerry. Oh, okay. I wonder. Are there any figures somewhere? Uh, is there a website you can go and check and see who really is supporting all these candidates? Uh, good question. Uh, somebody will let us know. I, I don't have no idea, but I'm sure there is somewhere. Okay, it'd be very interesting to see. Who's okay, really we'll find out. Here. We'll uh, fish around for you. Okay, thanks a lot. Thanks. But right. definitely was Dean saying that about Kerry. You know, yes. see, if I'm Howard Dean right now and I really care about the country, I mean, granted, he raised $45 million on the Internet. A lot of people put a lot of time and effort and energy into his campaign. But uh, the handwriting's on the wall, Howard. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Handwriting is on the wall, and some people just don't want to read it. Yeah. What he ought to do. I mean, he's in single digits in every one of these primaries and caucuses. There are single digits. He has no chance. I mean, you know, pick up a few delegates here and a couple of there. But, I mean, it's, it's just uh, falling apart. Right. And by, by making these attacks on Kerry, all he's doing is helping the other side. Mm -hmm. that, that, that may have been fine in the early days of this campaign. But uh, to be carrying on like that now, it just, it's not going to cut the mustard. So all he, all he wants to do is rip down Kerry. And you'll see tomorrow, Arizona, Missouri, Kerry's going to win gigantic wins in those. Also in New Mexico, is Dean going to win any of those five or those seven tomorrow? No. No, not any of them. Six, seven percent is pretty much what he's doing all, all across the board. At least he's consistent, kind of like Jew Lieberman. Five six seven oh five sixty. You know what? We haven't done all day today. Haven't touched line nine. QAM. Hello. Hey Neil, how you doing? 
Pretty good, sir. Excellent, excellent. The thing I find kind of ironic with all these right-wingers is, man, it's it's like a sin to see nudity, but you can see, like, the dead bodies of, like, Saddam Hussein's sons on TV, man. Right. That's why but not, that's not of American soldiers, though, only if they happen to be Iraqis and uh, evildoers. Yeah, man, I don't get that, man. Like, I was listening to Fudge Report. I mean, I'm sorry, but, like, I mean, the, the guy's a joke, man. He's all planted up. I mean, I don't know what, what kind of hair he's got up his ass or anything other, but it's just hypocrisy, man. Did you say hair up his ass? Well, something. I don't know. Something, yeah. something big in media. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, man, it's just, it's just ridiculous, man. I can't stand it. Well, I'll see you at the border, man. Uh, yeah, right at the Viva bring, Taco Bell. Bring a lot of that American cash. <laughs> it used to be worth a lot. Yeah, I'm going to be at Taco Bell. It sounds good to me. I yeah. think there's a Taco Bell around not too far. And that, that, yeah, I think he inspired me right there. Especially since it's going to be 30 degrees today. What's it going to be? About 30, man. Wow, it's like a heat wave here. It's unbelievable. Man, like spring. Just in case Castronova's listening, you can repeat that tomorrow, Paul. Say it's getting mild in Toronto. See something different anyway for your show. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Don't forget, make sure your kids, no matter how young they are, take a look at our website today. In fact, if you let your kids see a lot of nudity, after a while, it doesn't make any difference anymore. Revolutionary. Yeah. Like in Amsterdam, for example. Like All the those. little kids, groups of school kids, and they're right. walking up and down through the red light district. And it's like, uh, it doesn't mean nothing no more. It's not a big deal. It's not like, oh my god, it's a titty, it's a booby, it's a penis. WQAM, hello. Hey, about that, man. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. I'd like to speak to Neil, please. Speaking. Neil. Yes. How you doing, sir? Okay, how are you doing, sir? The halftime show was sensational. I love it. If they want to continue doing that forever, it'd be great with me. I love you, man. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. I mean, really, when you come right down to it, the because I, I don't watch the halftime show. I, I would never watch it. Yeah, me either. Uh, so now, because you're not watching the game, but I mean, I, I flip over to other things. I'm watching the news a little bit. I'm checking out whatever else I can find. But from what everybody tells me, the actual incident itself was like just a millisecond, like about a half. Well, you you see it. You see how long it was on there. Not even a full second, I don't think. And all of a sudden, whoop! We're switching away from that. And uh, it did it for this guy, though. And evidently for millions and millions of frustrated, desperate Americans who are just dying to see a booby on TV. We're not talking about going out and renting a porno flick in some sleazy damn uh, store somewhere. We're not talking about, uh, you know, going out and peeping through somebody's window. We're talking about just turning on your regular TV. We're not talking about renting or subscribing to the Playboy channel, which if the government finds that out, they'll take away your goddamn Visa and MasterCard. Boy, look at that pair. Even though see the board and count ever saw nothing like that. What did he say? I don't know. I didn't hear anything. Good, that's good. I'm glad. I didn't either. I didn't hear a damn thing. I wasn't paying attention. Five, six, seven. You better start paying attention when I put that crap on. I'll tell you right now. That's plausible deniability on my part. WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I got a spy. I guess I don't have a spy report for you, but, uh,. I just got back into town from Vegas. I was reading some old articles. Yeah. And uh, I guess that town and country uh, in Kendall, I guess, nothing new with the glory old holes news, down there, man. huh? It's old news. Old news, right? Yeah. Did they, uh, was there a Joe Arroyo sighting down there? No. Not no? yet. Not yet. No. Okay. And one last thing. I think I would have rather seen uh, Tinkerbell playing with Tom Brady's movie. Okay. There you go. Me too. 
Tinkerbell and uh, Justin Tinkerbell bears Tom Brady. Just rips his, uh, well, of course, Tom was in the locker room. He was busy at halftime, probably refreshing himself with all of his teammates. Yeah. Five six seven oh five sixty. But don't be talking about guys taking showers together naked and no, stuff like that's that. That's your bag. It's not my bag. That's more. Talk to Mad Dog when he comes in. He'll tell you all about it. Tell you what really goes on there in the locker room. As long as you don't repeat it. Now, how many votes we got on there? We got eight eight eight. I love it. That means we need hundred and twelve by two o'clock. But this might be tough today. You know, we're not, not make it. We can do it. We need a thousand votes by two o'clock to break the all-time record to make sure that George ain't on the rest of the week. Five six seven oh five sixty. We got eight eight eight. Which of these is most important to you? Presidential election three oh three oh nine. My next orgasm two fifty. When will I see Janet Jackson's other booby one eighty one? Will the Dolphins make the playoffs next season forty one? Where are those WMDs thirty one? Will I go to heaven twenty nine? Will the government take away my guns eighteen? Will I burn in hell ten? Will the Panthers make the playoffs this season when hell freezes over? Ten. And will the U.S. allow gays to marry? Nine. No chance. No chance, man. We don't want the wrath of the Lord coming down on America. Then bad things start to happen. 26 past 1 at 560 WQM. Welcome to Chinese New Year in with the Emerald Coast from now through February the 8th, which means another six days. Join Emerald Coast for its traditional Chinese New Year specialties. Holiday specials include roasted duck, suckling pig. Can I say that? No. Sweet and sour fish and an assortment of Chinese dumplings served every evening during the New Year's celebration. With each meal, every kid receives a traditional Chinese New Year's lucky charm. And Emerald Coast still has its regular buffet delights waiting for you. So in other words, it's a gigantic feast even bigger than usual. Start out with any of six different soups. Try their great, great entrees like New York Strip made to order through a sizzling Asian grill. The brand new seafood Saint Jacques, oysters on a half shell, Alaskan stone crab, middle neck clams, jumbo shrimp scampi. Hand-carved prime rib, new Thai specialties, too. And they've got a full salad bar, a brand-new sushi bar, and fresh room cocktail as well. Don't worry about headaches at the Emerald Coast because they use no MSG, no cornstarch, no crap. They cook everything only in cholesterol-free oils as well. And if you have any room left at the end of this fantastic feast, shovel in a little bit of dessert because they've got a full dessert station featuring Belgian waffles and pies and cakes and pastries, ice cream with all your favorite toppings, too. They'll have to wig you out of there in a wheelbarrow, but you'll have a big smile on your puss. Three Emerald Coast locations for you. They're in Sunrise, Pine Island at 44th Street, Collins Avenue just north of 163rd North Miami Beach, and at the intersection of Flamingo and Pembroke Roads in Pembroke Pines. Take the whole family or book your next business luncheon right now and let the folks at the Emerald Coast cook up a feast for you. Take out and delivery available too. Call 954-572-3822. 954-572-3822. It is absolutely unbeatable, the Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. Live and local, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. Miami Town. Absolutely. At 560 WQAM. All right. Chocolate, 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 chocolate
15 this afternoon, a worldwide. Alistair Crowley. 921 votes on the poll. 921. We got a shot. You know what? Yeah, we do. Mark Garagos is on TV right now. There are no cameras in the courtroom in the Scott Peterson trial. Does anybody care? No. No. Even the tabloid stuff on it. I don't even bother reading it. Why, why should we care about that? <laughs> we don't. Anyway, on the MTV website, I thought you might be interested. Well, here's a picture of Janet and Justin, but of course she's not uh, bearing it yet at this point. Mm -hmm. This is previous to the uh, to that moment. The yeah. organizers of the Super Bowl uh, halftime show had hoped that a surprise guest would get people talking long after the game, but they wound up with one more surprise than they had bargained for, says MTV. Janet Jackson's right breast was exposed at the end of her performance. Oh, my God. After Justin Tinkerbell, who was expected to be the night's biggest surprise, pulled off a piece of Janet's costume. As a result, the move... Some 70, uh, what is it? As a result of the move, some 72,000 fans in Reliance Stadium and an estimated 100 million people watching around the world saw more of Janet than expected. I am sorry if anyone was offended by the wardrobe malfunction. Well, that's uh, Justin again talking crap. MTV, which produced the halftime show, issued a statement, which we already read, which uh, yada yada, we regret. Uh, Jackson didn't release any official statement after the game, but a representative told MTV News she apologized. Everybody's apologizing, okay? Except, of course, FCC Commissioner Michael Powell, son of the unctuous lying bastard Colin Powell, who says, we're going to stick our nose into this man as deep as he can get. We might even check up a Janet Rectum. to make sure we get all of it. There might even be more crowded there than in Mac Grudges, Rectum. but I doubt it. <laughs> anyway. Oh, exhibit catches Marilyn off guard, Marilyn Monroe. Okay. And you see the headline, and right away, oop, let's look at that, because that could be great for our website. But it's not what you think. Oh. 
It's out of Berlin, a new exhibit of Marilyn Monroe photos, many previously unpublished, show the screen icon in some of her happiest off-guard moments. Not off-clothing, but off-guard. In New York, far from the Hollywood glitz, cuddling with playwright Arthur Miller, shopping in Manhattan, or splashing at the beach. She was splashing it. Shot by Sam Shaw, Monroe's favorite photographer and a lifelong confidant, the picture spanned 54 to 58, a time when Monroe tried to shed her blonde sex bombshell image and moved to New York to study acting. There she met Miller, who became her third husband in 1956. And I'll say it again, for a beautiful, beautiful uh, woman like she was, she had to have the worst eyesight in the history of mankind. Arthur Miller, Joe DiMaggio, mm-hmm. and who else was she married to? I don't know. No, at least she, she was screwing the Kennedys, so at least she had good taste there. Yeah? She banged Uncle Milty. She did? Yeah. Oh, my God, no wonder she killed herself. <laughs> Man, oh man. She was a slut. Well, good. That's what yeah. we like. Everybody likes you a slut. Girl. See, once upon a time, a slut was a derogatory term. I can remember right. being old as I am. That was a nasty thing. She's a slut, you know? But now, if you say somebody like, like with uh, Brittany, she's a slut. Everybody Excellent. goes, all right. right. Right, exactly. By the way, in case you missed it also earlier, Pharrell's working in Atlanta on FM. Keep the job, Scott, okay? Keep your nose clean. That's my best advice to you. Keep your nose clean. We told that to Beaner Boy, but it didn't work. Keep your nose clean, Pharrell. Hola. Right. That's your buddy. Pharrell? Your... <laughs> 928 votes on a poll. We need 72. We might not make it. We not, might not make our thousands. Oh, George. come on. Man, I'm looking forward to several days of rest. I can use it. Because just after, today alone has been uh, far wilder than we ever imagined. You know, I never anticipated all this hysteria. Plus the great calls, of course. Of course. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Pretty good. How you doing? I'm all right. Listen, um, that whole uh, MTV thing, I'm no prude or anything, but you know MTV and Justin and Janitor, they're such effing liars that there was an accident. What was he trying to do? Wardrobe function. I mean, it's one thing. I'm not a prude at all. I'm glad I got to see a breast, but it's one thing to do it on purpose just for shock value. And, you know, they expect that they're going to get away with it. I hope they get fined. I hope, you know, I hope that they I hope they make the CBSI cry until it floods in their office yeah, in New York. Yeah, you know Dan Rather has to paddle his way home. They're effing liars. They're effing right. liars. You got it, man. They didn't do it on purpose. Amen. BS. Because you figure uh, Brittany, who's Justin's ex-girlfriend, got all that publicity when she kissed Madonna. Right. So he got, he got a one-upper, you know what I'm saying? He got one-upper. Well, I, I doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't never gonna have one up nobody except maybe himself. He's uh, he's just an old smoothie, that Justin, you know. <laughs> he, I'm telling you, he doesn't have a penis. Bye bye bye. He just don't have one. I gear, I, I bet uh, your life on it. Oh, there it is again. Overshadowed by a little halftime show sleeves. Let's talk about the weapons of mass so distraction. Oh, the weapons of ass distraction, right? Well, who's kidding who, man? Super this scandal. is good. This is good. Gives us something else to talk about. Gives the government something important to stink their teeth into, like at the old FCC. Maybe keep them off of our ass. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Pollen, pollen, pollen. Numbers aren't growing. Howard Dean is going to shrug. He had the lead and steadily, his numbers now are dwindling. Could it be he has a meas wife? Supporters must be thinking, what was the doctor drinking? And he must have really bad eyesight. Oregon! Oregon! Michigan! Michigan! Howard Dean! 
Rutgers Ride. Connecticut. Connecticut. New York. New York. Howard Dingus Ride. Voting, voting, voting. Get those voters voting. Howard Dean is going to try. Edward Clark and Kerry look better than who he married. Optometrist is what the doctor needs. The hopeful next first lady should think twice before displaying her big bow made gums and horsey teeth. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Ohio. Ohio. Howard Dean. One forty four at five sixty WQM now I had nine fifty five is the last number I looked at. Let me reload. Well mine ain't reloading. Between oh, a whole bunch of people on there. Whole bunch of people on there trying to keep you off the air and keep me from having several days that I desperately uh, look forward to. White House withholds notes taken by 9-11 delegation. More dishonesty, more deception, more uh, government in the uh, dark by your favorite Bushmeister. The White House, already embroiled in a public fight over the deadline for an independent commission's investigation of the 9-11 attacks, is refusing to give the panel notes on presidential briefing papers taken by some of its own members, officials said. Okay. You got that? I No. 9-59, we need 41 more votes for 1,000 before 2 o'clock, and the world's going to come to an end. The standoff has prompted the 10-member commission to consider issuing subpoenas for the notes and has further soured relations between the Bush administration and the bipartisan panel. Lack of access to the materials would mean that the information they contain could not be included in a final report about the attacks. We're having discussions on this almost hourly or at least daily, said the commission's vice chairman, Lee Hamilton, Indiana Democrat. We retain all of our rights to... I don't think he's from Indiana. I think he's from Ohio, isn't he? says here in Indiana. I don't know. We retain all of our rights to gain the access we need. This is a priority item for us to resolve, and we're working to resolve it. The disagreement is the latest obstacle to face the National Commission on Terrorist Attacks upon the U.S., which is racing to complete its work by May 27 deadline after months of fighting over access to government documents. It's called stonewalling is what it's called. The commission has asked that the deadline be pushed back at least two months, but the White House and leading congressional Republicans are vehemently opposed to that idea. Such a postponement would mean releasing the potentially damaging commission report July 26th in the middle of the presidential campaign. So keep in mind, all you fair-minded people out there, that it's far more important for the president to get himself reelected than for the American public and the world to really know the facts behind 9-11 and how it happened and why it happened and all of these things, okay? This is so disgraceful. This is so outrageous. This, more than anything, should have people pissed off and fired up, even more than Janet Jackson's fake boob. Legislation to be introduced next week in the Senate would extend the commission's deadline until January, avoiding the election altogether, which is equally stupid. That was John McCain's cockeyed idea. So, in other words, we have the election, he wins a second term, then we find out in January, oh, guess what, they're totally incompetent and they lied through their teeth. Wouldn't that be lovely, huh? As if, as if politics in any way, shape, or form should have anything to do with this, which, of course, the answer is no. Man, never trust a guy with a cheek as big as John McCain. I realize he had the tumor problem, but he's a little cheeky to me, you know. Talks out of one side of his mouth. Kind of like Marlon Brando. This thing, I'm telling you, we are, poor Eric, he's probably going to have to take a long nap. 967, this is going to be tight. We're going to do it. We have 13 minutes and we need 33 votes to get to 1,000. There it is again. 
Really? What do you? Oh yeah. Jenny, uh, all right, we're gonna get back to that in a minute. Jenny, what do you think? You know, what's wrong with us? It's Madonna and Britney, you know, swapping a little spit. Now it's Janet and Justin, you know, grabbing each other. What's gonna happen next? Well, who knows what's going to happen next? I mean, I think this is part and parcel of... Who knows what's going to happen next? ...did produce this halftime special, and I think now? they've been told... I beg your pardon? We have to analyze this now? No, we're an yeah, we're analyzing it. It's like that we're not analyzing the game. Mm -hmm. Nobody's even talking. Was there a game? Thank God, no. I thought the uh, Patriots won a Super Bowl for the second time in uh, three years. I thought uh, they won their 15th game in a row. I thought it went right down to the last eight seconds when Adam Vinatieri kicked a 41-yard field goal, and everybody who was for the Patriots, including me, went, All, All right. right! Like that. But no! There wasn't any game. Oh, look at this. They got a whole spin team on there to talk about this. Look at the money. Right. CBS and, and MTV are both owned by Viacom. The good news is what? We got the close-up on the website now. Oh, great. Okay, go to the website again. We got the close-up of their booby. The decision to go with MTV. They know what they're about. If you play with a crocodile, right. you're going to get... This is like ESPN uh, getting all bent out of shape because Rush right. is a racist and said the crap about Donovan McNabb. Same thing. They can say, oops, I'm sorry we didn't know, but somebody at CBS was a little too naive to right. think that there weren't right. going to get... that something wasn't going to happen by, by having a bare breast exposed in the way that it was exposed. This was not just... That would be like somebody hiring me and putting me on here and uh, not expecting me to say asshole. ...charged sexual event, and I'm glad it happened... Because we will know that this historical event will never happen again in the history of Super Bowl. Next year, we're going to have Ronnie Millsap singing the God Bless America or something like that. <laughs> there you go. Excellent job. See, they're, they're dissecting it and they're, uh, oh, it's just a beautiful thing. It is so fucking American, man. It's just incredible. I can't get back on a website again now because you, uh, between the people trying to vote to keep you off the air and the people trying to hop on there again to see the uh, close up of that. What is it again? That um, uh, squished implant. Between those two things, it just... What do you got? Uh, the wrong thing. <laughs> See what I mean? We're on overload. In fact, if we can't get the actual number by one, we might have to cut into the Mad Dog's time a little bit. Might have to stay on to about one... Uh, about 30, man! Because we got to get to that 1,000. Ten minutes till two, if you feel like you weigh about a thousand pounds because you're big and fat and you have no energy and you're wearing pup tents for clothing and you're sick and tired, if you're fed up with it, maybe fed too much but really fed up with it, Balance for Life could be the answer you've been looking for. Everybody finds that something different works for them and Balance for Life is working for a lot of people, including the lovely Katrina who's lost about 20 pounds on it and you can lose that much and a lot more because they deliver right to your door all the deliciously prepared goodies, a little black sack every day in your sack. There are three gourmet meals, two fantastic snacks, a 16-ounce bottle of water, plenty of fresh, delicious goodies to keep you full all day long. There are omelets and frittatas and uh, meat dishes and uh, chicken and all kinds of great stuff. Everything fresh, nothing frozen, no uh, preservatives. And you get to choose between two choices for each meal and snack every day that you're on the program. They're the only people that let you do that. So if you're really tired of all the other diets that just don't work for you, here's the way to do it once and for all. Make up your mind you're going to lose the weight this year with Balance for Life. You'll start seeing results on that scale in a matter of moments. Call Balance for Life today to get started at 954-568-3229. 954-568-3229. Or get all the information about their amazing program on their website, balanceforlife.com. The limo down, you're driving too fast. It's just a roach, and I'm down to my last. But I'm spreading out, 
and getting mellow. Do 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 do, choking a doobie. With all those shimmins around, it's hard to sleep. Are those forsaken the cops after me? What could they want from this old yiddy? I'm just sitting here, choking a doobie. Deployed from the vehicle. You know who I am? I'm a god. We are aware of everything. Take me to the shower. One fifty-four at five sixty. WQM. Let's analyze the uh, thing one more time. Let's have more instant replay and have a whole panel. In fact, maybe right. Larry King. You know how he always has those panels. Mm-hmm. Have a whole panel on there to decide uh, whether it was intentional, whether it was by accident, or making freeze frame and slow mo. Right. Oh, look at that. We just this thing finally just popped up again. I must be living right. Nine eighty-seven, which means we got six minutes for thirteen more votes on there. Nine hundred eighty-seven. First time ever. Now, I don't remember during the Alien days, but I don't think that our website was all that, you know, nearly as popular back in those days. No, I don't think we ever broke a thousand during the show. Which of these is the most important to you? The presidential election, 347. My next orgasm, 274. Squirt, squirt. When will I see Janet Jackson's other teat, 200? Will the Dolphins make the playoffs next season, 44? No. Who, uh, where are those WMDs, 36? Will I go to heaven, 33? Will you go to heaven? No. No. Uh, will the government take away my guns, 19? Will I burn in hell, 12? Possibly. Will the Panthers make the playoffs this season, 12? And will the U.S. allow gays to marry, 10, out of 987 votes? Now, I want to see it for myself. You know what I mean? Okay. I don't mean the booby. I mean oh, the, uh, the number. I want to see it go over 1,000. Well, what is it that we have on there right now? Nothing. Oh, I thought you said that Eric put the close-up oh, I, I said on. a couple of, uh, of pictures, like really clear shot, like the right. full-blown of uh, those two standing together right after the, the rip, the tearing, and then a zoom-in close-up <laughs> of the nipple in question. That's what it sounded like, by the way, when he ripped that thing. <laughs> Just like that. You hear it? Oh, that's right. You weren't watching. No. See, if you'd be watching, then you'd find these spontaneous yeah. things that happen. See, They're totally they, unexpected. They would you could have just watched the halftime show and you could have avoided right. the game. Was there really a game? <laughs> there was some uh, steroids. As a matter of fact, I noticed that as the day is wearing on now, uh, there is no comment about the game. Nah. There's no comment. Earlier in the morning, there was some, they showed Venetura with the field goal and yada, 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 and Tom Brady and this and that. But yeah. uh, other than that, they knew what uh, they were doing. There was no game. MTV, they know how to create a sensation. Now, I'm, I'm a little bit hesitant to refresh this thing because I feel a lot yeah, better well, doing it. Be afraid, because I refreshed oh. it and it didn't come back. Did it say, uh, yes. Internal, internal server error or something like that? Internal organ error. Or you're going to burn in hell and uh, you're never going to. Ah, internal server error, there's that damn thing again. Okay, everybody get off of there, okay, because I think we can do it. <laughs> get off our website. Get off my cloud, okay? I want to actually see it because this is a momental, especially on a day like today, which goes to show you. When you get to work in the morning, folks, or when you get out of the sack and your day starts, and maybe you cut yourself shaving and you have wild diarrhea or very nasty constipation and you're sitting there squeezing for hours, nothing happens, and you think, boy, this is going to be a really, really horrendous day. I was going to say a crappy day, but that wouldn't be the case. A horrendous day, and you never know. So, in other words, don't count your chickens until they uh, squat. It, this is not going to come back up, okay? This page cannot be displayed. Who are you kidding? You must be dreaming. That's what it says right on my computer. You must be dreaming if you think you're going to see this. Now, how about if I just go to the uh, regular uh, run-of-the-mill? Huh? Should I try that? Okay. Try it. You know, you know it's not going to work. Nothing worked. No? Okay, while I'm waiting for that, which it isn't going to happen, don't forget, one last reminder, that our Hot Couples Contest, the fifth one, starts. We're going to have two more this year, one now and one uh, whenever we feel like it. 
Today through February 13, the next 11 days, you can uh, email your pictures to contest at neilrogers.com. And don't forget, if uh, Miguel isn't responding to you uh, by returning your calls or anything about any other issues, be sure and uh, send him a note on there, too, at uh, contest at neilrogers.com. This is called getting even. This is called getting even. For and what? Then the, uh, what? For what? For turning it down? Yeah, that's it. Uh, date to vote for the hottest couple. Week of February. No, for uh, the Daisy filled in on the show when you weren't there. And oh, you, uh, left that, behind I know that. Yeah, I'll think of plenty of things in his case. <laughs> for uh, picking on Doreen so much. How's that? The week of February 16, that'll be the week you can vote. And at the end of the week, whoever wins can choose their prize out of the top two. Trip for two to Hedonism in Jamaica or trip for two to the Royal Oasis Casino in the Bahamas. The second place couple gets whichever of those trips is left over, which is not chopped liver. And third place prize, they don't have chopped liver, but if they did, they'd be glad to serve it to you. A dinner for two at the world-famous Pizza Law. Mine is not uh, refreshing. No. Or is it mild? Internal server error. So we're just going to have to take it based on face value. Or maybe we just uh, they'll just have to tune in again tomorrow morning at 10 to find All out right, who's going to be on. Come huh? back. 9.99 I got on mine. 9.99? Oh, we got a minute and 10 seconds for one more vote on there. Nine, nine. Nine. <laughs> mine will come up. So we got one minute and uh, two seconds. One. <laughs> huh? Well, I'm never going to know anyway because I can't see the damn. I know. It's it's a come. Oh, Jesus. Hey, what? Internal uh, thing. Yeah. No, it will not come back. So, like I said, the time is running out on George, and you may be working a lot like the next seven weeks. No, not me. George will be on from six in the morning till midnight. In fact, he's going to be working with his best friend in the building. Absolutely. For the first time, which I think that ought to be a real hoot. Maybe he'll loan you his bag and try it out. I'll fill it. I bet you will. From what I heard this morning, <laughs> you could probably boy, I was crank that overflow valve, valve a little bit. Okay, the Mad Dog coming up next to I know is going to talk a lot about the game, not so much about breasts and stuff like that, and Justin Tinkerbell, and Janet did this, and this one did that, and stuff like that. And the Humper, another, like I said, tough assignment in Vegas at 4 this afternoon. Bye, bye, bye! Yeah. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Oh, 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 oh.